Oh my goodness. The best show is back. How about that? Hey everybody, it's the best show. Three hours here of mirth, music, and mayhem. And my name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of the best show. And we have an exciting episode for you tonight. Host of HQ, you're probably playing it right now and not hearing this. Host of HQ, Scott Rogowski will be in studio. Very exciting. The massive game show superstar will be in studio. And the number 201-332-3484. That's the number to get in on the action here. And we are doing it. And we'll do it. And it's going to be a fun night here on The Best Show. And we've got a premiere of a Simon Doom song coming up. Uh, maybe we'll hear that after the theme. I think I might we'll hear the Simon Doom song. That's a brand new song from Simon Doom, one of our favorites. And let's get to it. It's time. You know it's time. It's Best Show time, right? Right, Mike? It's Best Show time, so let's just do the Best Show. Why won't you play? That's not the thing. Who queued that up? Who queued that up? I want answers. That's better. I queued it up. That's who. There's your answer. Oh, wait, that's your answer? Okay. So the answer is that I queued it up. Yeah, that's a good answer. All right. Thanks. Let's get the show started. It's Best Show time. Here is something new, world premiere of something from our friend Simon Doom. Here's a new song by him called Lucifer the Lightbearer. So let's take a listen to this now. New music from Simon Doom. 
Wait, no, this is not. No, this is Follow You, Follow Me by Genesis. That's not it. Who queued that up? I want answers. I want answers. That's not Simon Doom. Tell me that's Simon Doom. It's not him. Finally, here we go. New music from Simon Doom. Let's take a listen. Y'all, y'all can't handle this. Y'all don't know what's about to happen, baby. Team 10. Los Angeles, Cali boy. But I'm from Ohio, though. White boy. It's every day. No, that's Jake Paul. That's not Simon Doom. Who keeps queuing these things up? I want answers. If I don't get answers, I'm telling you. You're all going to get it. You're all getting it. Okay, here we go. Finally. I'm being told we have it queued up correctly. New music from Simon Doom, Lucifer the Light Bearer. Let's take a listen to the world premiere right now. All right, partner. Keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is. Wait, no, that's Limp Biscuit. That's Roland by Limp Biscuit. These are not. Where's the Simon Doom song? Oh, here it is.
Jets, the best show. What's up? How's everybody doing? Hey, don't I'm doing the show right now, buddy. You know I do a radio show on Tuesday nights. Call me another time. That's right. It doesn't stop. Like I'm running I'm not a business man, I'm a business man, right? Who said that? Seriously, who said that? No, it's I'm a small business man. That's what I am. Right? Mom and pop. I'm not a mom and pop business. How would it go? I'm not a mom and pop business man. I'm a mom and pop business man. Not the same effect. But I am Tom. I'm the host of the best show for tonight. Here we are on this very chilly, very cold. The cold is back here in late January of 2018 in the tri-state area. But if you sit back and you listen to the best show, it get a little bit warmer, huh? How about that? How do you like them apples? You like apples? Well, maybe you like these apples. Remember that great speech from that movie? Goodwill Hunting. My favorite scene in that movie is when uh, Chris Christopherson throws the sunglasses to Will Hunting and he's like, Use this. Great scene. And then Will Hunting, being a daywalker, takes out his sword and starts slashing all the vampires. Good scene. The phone number 201-332-3484. we got a great show for you tonight. Scott Rogowski from HQ, which is probably finishing up right about now. Uh, probably finished up a few minutes ago. The hit game show uh, on the trivia game show app that is taking over the world. He will be here. Just heard from the fall. Lake Rate. Marky Smith. From the Slates record from 1981, I believe. Slates, leave the Capitol. Terrifying guy. Not a good guy. But he was a guy who did it. He was the raw, it was like punk, the punk James Brown and the guy just did it. And he built a body of work. And I'll say this, anybody who's in it and they're making things that are, that you just keep going and going and going. Not that I know anyone like that. Right? Sometimes I think that the bum from Neutral Milk Hotel figured it all out. Two albums and out. That bum figured the whole thing out. Then you just come back. Or that one bum from the Pixies. What's that bum's name, Mike? Fred Black? Fred Black. The people who stay here and do it every week, they're suckers, I think, sometimes. But you know what? If I'm a sucker, 
so be it, man. I'm where I gotta be, and I'm doing this thing. And you see, Marky Smith, he built a thing. It's a wall, 40 years of nonstop rock. You can't touch the catalog, man. Can't touch it. Guy did it. He did it. He done did it. So we tip our hat to him. He died last week. Mark E. Smith. And new stuff from Simon Doom. The great Simon Doom. Loved the last record. New song. Lucifer. Lucifer. The light bearer. I'm Simon Doom. Now where? I know there's a video for it. I've seen it. I don't know if it's out yet. I don't think so. I'll get some details on that song. Where you can get it. When it comes out. If it's on the record. We'll find more out about it. But this is the first time anybody on earth who uh, isn't Simon Doom or, or Team Doom has heard that. And if that's the sign of what the next record's like, look out, man. And Simon Doom is in uh, MGMT also. He's playing uh, playing with those guys. And look, say this, you never know what's going to happen. Don't be surprised if those uh, MGMT dudes walk through the door at some point. That's all I'm going to say. No guarantees on anything. But who knows? We'll see. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to mention it again. Who knows? They got a new record coming out. Maybe they walk through the door. Give them the uh, best show bump. Like uh, uh, LCD sound system. Who's good here, Mike? And we got the whole crew out there. We got Mike, we got Pat, we got Duty up. It really is like a, a hall of, uh, of heroes out there. It really is. It's like it's like Mount Rushmore. Really is like Mount Rushmore. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. To whom am I speaking? This is Kurt. Vile. Kurt Vile, one of my good friends. How are you, Kurt? Um, this is this is actually another Kurt V. Another Kurt V. What's up? Where are you calling from? Other Kurt V. From Brooklyn, New York. From Brooklyn. We, we um, you might not remember, but we we actually met at a Curveville concert. Really? Yeah, at the Jersey Rose. Ah, that was the Kurt Vile Courtney Barnett concert. Exactly. Do you remember? Do you remember there was like a, a documentary crew filming backstage? Yeah, driving me nuts. Yes. Stopping me from having <laughs> a good time with my friend Kurt. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Browbeating me into being into the movie. Yeah, I do remember that. Why? That way? Do you know those guys too? Because they were they were the worst, right? Those people. Who the documentarians? Yeah. They were the worst. Were they driving you nuts no, also? No, that was me. Oh, you're one. 
No, I know that. I was teasing. No, but but not the but but there was two documentary crews on that. Oh no, the other one is not a document. That doesn't count as a document. You mean for the Jello Man documentary? The Jello Man documentary, yes. Yeah. You go to the Kurt Vile show and there's two crews going at the same time. You got a the a documentary backstage covering the Courtney Barnett and Kurt Vile tour. And it was it this is, this this fella Kurt who's on the line right now. Who, uh, what was your, uh, what was your partner's name there? I, Irene. Irene, she's, that's right. She's here with me. She's there yeah. with you. So, hi, Irene. Hi. Hi, Irene. <laughs> so, uh, so they're filming and they're ramming cameras oh, okay. in everyone's face in this old haunted theater that they were, the hallways are about 18 inches wide and there's nowhere to hide because you'll go into a room that apparently that has no floor in it that you'll fall 80 feet. You'll, you'll be, uh, get run over by the path train. Um, or there's this other camera crew. Camera crew is one guy, cause Jello Man, Kurt's brother, Jello Man, is, he's getting a documentary made about him too, apparently, and there's a guy filming him. And that was, uh, it was really, you'd, you'd think it was, uh, I, I don't know what, what you'd think was going on there. It was like the, like the last waltz. The amount of cameras around that <laughs> yeah. thing. That, yeah, it was. Well, boom, at boom, the boom, end of the boom, night, boom, we actually boom, ended boom. up going to the Jello van. You went to the Jello van. Uh, Jello man, his van was parked out front. I don't know how he parked there, but yeah, I don't know if he had permits, but it was right in front of no, the theater. He must have pulled. He must have pulled in five days early to get that spot. <laughs> yeah, and he had the beanbags and everything, but it was. And we got some Jello man swag, some sunglasses, and a shirt. It's cool. And um, it was really it was a strange little social thing happening because there was a guy and his girlfriend who were waiting in a car parked behind the Jello van. Mm-hmm. And then when Gentleman and us came out to, to the van, he came out and his girlfriend, I guess, stayed in the car. And then we're hanging out for like a few minutes. And then the girlfriend came in and she was like really PO'd. It was like, I told you I'm tired. I want to go home. But the other guy that clearly wanted to stay and hang with Jello man. And it was really, it was really intense for a moment. Look, tensions run hot when Jello Man's doing his thing. Yes, yes tensions absolutely. run hot. We, boom, t- boom, Tom, boom, in, boom, in case boom, you're boom, wondering, yeah. we just finished the edit, and um, am I in it? Please say I'm you're not, not in it. it. I'm not. You're not seriously. You're not in it seriously. Oh, that's the best thing I ever heard. I'm, I'm not kidding you. That's the best news I ever heard. No offense to your movie or whatever. I just don't want to be in anything anymore. I'm I'm I move in the shadows now. I move in the shadows. Yeah, no, it's yeah. It, I, I was hoping to get you in there, but don't worry. It, no, it, it, oh no, no, that's a dream. You you made my night saying I'm not in that movie, and it's no offense to the movie. I'm sure the the, the I'm sure we'll see you at, at, at the Oscars this time next year. Up there. Um. Well, I don't know about that, but it is, it is gonna it is gonna be out like as soon as next week, maybe I guess. All right, all right. Where's it gonna online. be out? Um, it's gonna be on Kurt and Courtney's YouTube channel, okay. I think, and then um, it'll be out there on the all internet. Right. Well, we'll keep an eye out for the Kurt Vile Courtney Barnett mini doc. Yeah, it's you thirty-five made. minutes. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Very cool. Um, <laughs> Boom, 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 boom. Right, Mike? 
Just imagine, what if I did the last waltz at that theater and some kind of last waltz type thing, right? What will we call it? The last dance. Now get out of here. You know the best thing about that? Because I read that Robbie Robertson book and it's this thing, This guy, he's the guy in the band who's famous for, uh, I think he might have been uh, uh, the third Time Lord uh, with that scarf he had. I think he was, he predates, he might have been the first Canadian doctor, doctor on Doctor Who with that long scarf he wore. And, uh, look, it's a good book. I'll say it's a good book. It was a good, a lot of stories behind the scenes. This Robbie Robertson, the guy, look, band's not my favorite band by any stretch. But See, that's he, the thing. I can't, I can okay. never tell if you like, when you talk about the band, it's like you have this, like, begrudging respect of them. But I can't tell if you like, well, actually like them at all. Well, sit back, my friend, and soak it in, because you're about to get my opinion of the band, where it stands in 2018. All right. All right? Yeah. Because, look, I'm reading this book, and this guy puts this band together, the band, and they, they back up Bob Dylan. And they're they're just, they're like... uh Look, they're obviously very, this guy's a great guitarist. I'm not going to take that away from him. He wrote some pretty good songs here and there, but they're, it's like a singles band. They're like a singles band, ultimately. Their singles are the best thing. The Raspberries are better than the band until they just had more, they're, they're not unlike the Raspberries. If the Raspberries tried to sound like they were from the 1800s. And the thing. Shh, Kurt. Kurt. Tom's talking now. Tom's talking. I'm sorry. So then, so I'm watching, but yeah, look, the thing with Robbie Robertson is he's maybe the worst guy in the band. He's maybe the worst guy in the whole thing. <laughs> Rick Danko's cool. That dude's cool, man. Guy's playing bass, singing those songs. That song Stage Fright, that's a good song. And that singing, see the man with the stage fright. Right, Mike? I got fire water on my breath. And the doctor said I might catch death. I could do a band. I could do Rick Danko in a band cover thing, right? See the man with the stage fright. When we get to the end, you're going to start all over again. Just do a cartoon voice. Okay, sings a little bit like a cartoon character. But you watch this thing, the last waltz. So I put that thing on after reading this thing. And, uh, what's that out there? What's squeaking out there? Pat's building a chair out there. I brought Pat a new chair. He's building it. So, yeah. So then... You watch this thing, and in this book, this book, Robbie Roberts is always like... He's one of those dudes manages to be right where the action is. Lowell, isn't that funny? He always managed to be right where... Yeah, Bob uh, said, let's go hang out. Yeah, Bob said it, really? Bob called you, wanted to go hang out? You weren't bugging him? Let's go hang out? But then you watch this movie, and this guy's up there on stage. He's got his scarf hanging around his neck. And, oh, so what, putting you out here? You that sigh? Holy moly, Kurt. 
You're killing me with that. Okay, Roy Robertson's scarf is the least fashion uh, issue in the last waltz. No, look. First of all, Rick Danko looks cool up there. What's his face? Uh, uh, what's the drummer's name again? Levon Helm. He's up there. When yeah. he's he's up there with the, he's got a, a, a nice shirt on, and then when they do the stuff they filmed off the concert thing, he's wearing a he's he's, he's a, a polo shirt guy. He's rocking a polo shirt, so he's going to obviously yeah. get points from me. But you got Robbie Robertson with this scarf up there. What they couldn't throw yeah. the heat on? They I mean, it was the seventies though. Scarfs was like scarfs were like not the same thing as they are today. Trust me, scarves were the same then. That scarf looks stupid then. Yeah. There's no what about way. Van Morrison's jumpsuit, though? Yeah, that looked cool. Okay, so All right. Go. Yeah, you're right. So then he's up there playing, and then he does this thing in the book where he's like, he never admits he can't sing uh, to save his life, uh, this Robbie Robertson <laughs> in the book. He's always just like, yeah, I had uh, asthma, or I was just like, I got to focus on the guitar playing. You boys take this song. It's like, no, you can't sing to save your life. That's why you're not doing it. Then you watch this thing, Last Waltz. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Office Hours Live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. He's doing it not unlike the way a magician uses angles where he sings. He's like, night they drove old Dixie down. He's like... Lip syncing. The night they drove old Dixie. Like right in front of the mic. Singing it. Like rousing singing. Then they shoot from the side. You realize he's four feet from the microphone. He just lines himself up with the mic so the audience sees him in front of the mic singing. Because they're just looking. They don't know the distance between the mic and his mouth. They shoot it from the side. Suddenly you see this guy's four feet from the mic. He knows he can't sing to save his life. He don't want that squonk put across uh, in the the last waltz. The last squonk is what it'll be. Guy can't sing. And there's no shame in that. There's some of us. Some of us have very nice voices and that's how it goes. And some of us don't. Right? Yeah. Some of us. Who can't? I can't. I can't. You can't. Well, look, you get, you get, you, you have your skills that are in other, other areas. So, so why did you read that, his, his book? Because it's an interesting story. Yeah. That's why. So, I, I've been reading a book and I've been actually thinking about you throughout, throughout the process of reading it. I appreciate that. What's the book? It is the book about the making of rumors written by the co-producer Ken Calais. Mm-hmm. Have you read that book? No, I haven't. Oh boy, you've you've got to read it. It's the it's one of the weirdest rock and roll books I've read for sure. Because this thing with Fleetwood Mac, the thing people might not know about them. 
is some of the people were smooching other people in the band. It's a not very yeah, he known goes, thing. He goes into that. Shh. But what, what's weird is that... Kurt, this is not an actual conversation. You're like, a, you're like a seasoning, a fine seasoning that I will sprinkle on here and there. Uh, I got it. The thing with the, the, the Fleetwood Mac is, and again, I said not a lot of people know this, the, the 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 people were married and then but then they started smooching people they weren't married to and if you listen closely to the lyrics some of the songs are about smooching other people that's all I wanted to say all right Kurt so, well, I mean, this—I I thought you would have—I thought you would have read this book. I can't do it all, my friend. Can't do it all. Right. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Um, I, but I was going to say it's weird because he goes on these tangents. Like, okay, the book's really good when he's when he's discussing like the details of them recording the songs and where, like, you know, he'll be like, "We put the mics in this way to get Lindsay's, you know, guitar playing through the." Wurlitzer, and, and I'm like, oh, that's why it sounds like that. Amazing. But then he goes, you know, they're up in Sausalito at the record plant. And he, you know, he spends like a lot of time talking about his dog Scooter. And the, the dog Scooter having sex with like the other dog. All at right, the record all right. Plant. Calm, like, down. This, Calm down. It's, like, it's a motif throughout the book. Well, first of all, I want to just say this. If your dog's name is Scooter, you probably want to take your dog to the vet because that, if your dog's scooting, that's a problem. That means there's a gland issue that needs to be expressed and you take your dog, you let the vet take care of that. Or, or a trained groomer can take care of that also. So don't, don't name your dog that. Go get it taken care of and call your dog not, say your dog is a it's, sitter. It's a good point. Yeah. Well, Kurt. I'll check this Fleetwood Mac book out that you're recommending. But everybody should watch. It has amazing parts. Hold on. It has a lot of parts that needed some editing, but it's, it's pretty okay, interesting. Good. I'll, check it, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. So everybody can yeah. check uh, YouTube next week, and they'll find the documentary that you made. Yes. It's called nice. Friends of Wonder. Friends of Wonder. You didn't happen to film the moment in the show when Kurt said, this song's dedicated to Tom Sharpling, and then Mike and Jello Man came and started bothering me during the one moment of triumph I had in my entire year. <laughs> you didn't happen to get that on. That's not in the movie, is it? Um, What's up, Tom? No, suddenly it's in the not aisle. in the movie, but we do have that on film. All right, suddenly in the aisle. What's up, Tom? Hey, Mike. Where were you? Hey, Tom. Look who I sitting? found. In the crowd. In the crowd, I was out there with the people. You yeah, some good seats. I had good seats, nice seats, nice seats. All right, thank you, my friend. We'll keep an eye out right, for this thanks, movie. Tom. Say hi to Irene. I will. Bye. See the man with the stage fright, right, Mike? When you get to the end, you're gonna start all over again. I got fire water in my breath. And the doctor said I might catch a death.
McNanko. That's a cool dude, man. It's Robbie Robertson. He wanted to be all the other dudes in the band. He wanted to be all the other dudes. But he wasn't. Besho, hi. Hey, Tom. It's Kevin in DeKalb, Illinois. Kevin in DeKalb, Illinois. What's going on out in DeKalb tonight? Well, we're listening to the show live for the first time. We usually oh, listen to the nice. podcast. That's we're nice. looking for a good idea to avoid the State of the Union. Now, who is we? Who is we? My, my, me and my beautiful girlfriend, Margaret. Oh, that's nice. Uh, and uh, uh, what's what, what, how long have you and Margaret been uh, an item? Uh, almost 19 years. Look, since you, uh, July 1999. That's that's great, and congratulations on that. I am going to say, I am going to say you you don't have to say girlfriend or boyfriend anymore. Just say you're your uh, partners or a couple or whatever. Makes it sound like you're at the malt shop. Makes it sound like you're at the malt shop with her. I, I guess if this is she is my partner. Certainly, I'll, yeah. I'll go with that from now on. Yeah, exactly. You know, can you, if you want to call your girlfriend, you call your girlfriend. Just telling you. Say so you, you can, you can, you can up, you can, you can upgrade it. Nineteen Understood. years, you've accomplished more than girlfriend, boyfriend. Uh, yeah, I have a sense of accomplishment now. Yeah, class it up a little bit. I'll do that. So, what's going on? Well, I actually had a, a, a small request. I oh. hope it's small. Oh, 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 um, let's see. Usually, you ended for a while. You ended the show with, with rousing music and, and and strong words of encouragement. Yes, yes. And those those me. I'm not having the best year. I you seem like you've had some frustrations this year. No, I haven't. I've been fighting this year. This year, this year, yeah. I'm conducting myself this year. You know how I'm conducting myself this year. It's like Jerry Seinfeld going to the soup Nazi. I go in, I go, medium crab bisque. And then I get my soup and I get out. I don't go in like George Costanza going, how come I didn't get any bread? He got bread and the guy goes, bread, $3. And I'm like, $3, you gave it to the other person. Then you end up no soup for you. I'm going in like this, 2018, I conduct myself like Jerry Seinfeld. Medium crab bisque. Head down. Get my soup. I got goals and I got things to do this year. I'm not getting caught up in the drama. But do you feel like you're just playing by the rules then? No, I'm doing what I want. I'm playing by my rules. I'm not playing other people's games by getting caught up in the drama. That ain't my game, man. It's someone else's game. Let them go play it all day long. I ain't playing it. I got my own things to do, my own games to play. I, I understand. Those, those final words are often very inspiring. And in times like these, I think we need them more than ever. Well, for you, was it Keith? Kevin. Kevin. Okay. Look, I got the first, the first two letters of your name right. That counts for something. That's all I ask, really. All right. Kevin, for you tonight, we will reinstate that. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Well, you can, and I would hope you would do it. I will do that, yes. Let, no, let's hear it. You're, let's hear it. Go. You're, tell me. I will, I will subscribe to the Patreon now. All 
all right. Look, I'll take it. I, I not not nuts about the general uh, hostage vibe you're putting across. In no, that. no, I, don't take it that way. I would hope that I would hope the overall quality of I hope the quality of the show would earn <laughs> would earn your your thing. The the <laughs> the twelve hours of the best show we've done for since uh, the, the beginning of time now, plus all the bonus content. I would hope would would merit. You, but look, I'll take it however I can get it. I say thank you to you. I say thank you. Thank you, Keith. No, I've, uh, I've been meaning Kevin. to almost feel like I should apologize to you. Uh, for you, not don't doing have, it you don't apologize for, for nothing, Keith, Kevin. You're yeah. doing all right. You are doing all right. You're 19 years in with your, with your girlfriend, right? And the two of you can maybe do a thing where you slip a note saying, do you like me? Check yes or no. In the box, will you be my girlfriend after 19 years? I think she might like me. I think you might have gotten a, a yes checked in that box. <laughs> I think I might. I'll give it a shot. All right, buddy. You have a great night. Thanks. Having fun tonight. Fun night, right, Mike? Fun night. We're having a good time tonight. We're going to have a real good time together. Bechelle, hi. Hi, Tom. Rex in Newbridge Colony Canyon. How's it going tonight? Good, good. How are you? I'm good. I I, I love the show, and I just wanted to say, you know, from, from a lot of us out here, I just thanks so much for giving us all something to listen to tonight instead of watching that buffoon in chief that's right it's the state of the union tonight is on tonight and uh i guess uh donald trump is doing his thing up there and that's uh i guess that's where most people's attention is going but we're trying to do a different thing here you know we do we do the show and that's what we do donald trump is president yeah, yeah, he's he's been president for for a year now, a little more than. Are you a year. serious? Yeah, really? Yes. Oh my God! See, I don't I don't follow politics. Uh huh. You know, um, well, wow. Man, I I guess it's cool that America threw caution to the wind and elected a misogynist, racist, flagrantly deranged, failed businessman to occupy the most prominent powerful office in in the world <laughs> i mean it, it, it sounds like he could really shake some things up is is that what he's doing yes you could say he's shaking things up that's a fair that's a that's a that's a pretty kind way of putting it that he's shaking them up i guess like the way you pick up a baby and shake it Oh, yeah, I, I see. I, I could see that. Hey, what's his hair doing now? Last time I, I caught a glimpse of that guy, he was like, it was like if, if Mike's score from Flock of Seagulls mm-hmm. was like dipped in like Cheetos sort of powder. Is that, is that, is he still rocking that look, as they say? Right now, it looks like, it looks like if somebody tried to do really long strands of cotton candy. Like to see how long the like cotton candy makers to see how oh, long. <laughs> Interesting. Could, I, I I could see it. They could stretch. Like, hey, I made these strands of cotton candy, and then 
he saw it there and then and then put his head on put it on his head. And, oh, I, I I can picture it. it. It's almost like what's that hair that's like that, that, that like grows in ears of corn? What's that called? Yeah, like when you shuck some corn. Yeah, it's like that. It's like they someone someone like bunched up a whole bunch of that corn hair. Corn hair. That's a that's a that's an appetizing uh, uh, phrase. Corn hair. Yes, the idea. If you I went hate it. if you went to like a place and they were saying we have uh, locally sourced. Corn hair. The risotto is made with locally sourced corn hair woven throughout. And it's like, oh, well, that sounds interesting. But then you realize just because they're saying it in that voice makes it sound like it's not gross. Like at first you're all numbers and then you're all no thanks. Yeah, I don't know if I would say I'm at any at any point in my life I've ever been numbers. Never? Never. Oh. I don't think so. I think it's a fun phrase. My friend Michael turned me on to that. Turned you on to numbers? Numbers, Well, it's yeah. good to have friends. It is. That's, it's serious. I guess it's like that song, that's what friends are for, right? They'll always let you in the door unless you've stolen from them. I guess. is that is, Those aren't the lyrics to that song. I think so. It, it's uh, it was a, it's an Ellen Thick song, isn't it? I thought that was like Burt Bacharach and Carol Bayer Sager. Oh, you're right. You're right. Did you know, a uh, fun fact about her: she is uh, the heiress to the Bayer Aspirin dynasty. Carol, the songwriter, Carol Bayer Sager. I did not know that. And and also the heir to the Bob Seger fortune. So all the money he makes from like a rock goes to her when he dies. Which is funny, because when I listen to Bob Seger, I get a headache. So yes. it, actually, it actually, I would be the perfect customer for her. Right. That Although I, that early Bob Seger is so good, you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, guys? Oh, no. I, the later stuff is terrible, but the early stuff, you've got to hear it. He hates it, but you need to hear this stuff. I don't, look, I'll say I love the early stuff. I'm not going around beating a drum telling people to listen to it. Well, you're the only, you're the only person who's ever heard it that doesn't beat that drum. Uh-huh. I do think it's perversely funny how withholding he is about that stuff. He don't want us to hear that stuff. Where people be like, any chance you could remaster that stuff? And he'll be like, No. And then they're like, "Wait, how'd you say it?" They'll say, "Any chance you could remaster the first three albums?" And he'll go, "No." He's he's one of those guys where when you see an early photo of him, you don't know it's him. It's like it's like um, Roy Orbison. If you see a photo of him when he was younger, you, you don't even know it's him. Yeah, like you like. You, you, the beard turned him into a completely different person. It's true. It's true. Uh, Billy Gibbs, Gibbons from, uh, oh, what's the band? ZZ, ZZ Top. No. Yeah, ZZ Top. Yeah, that's what I said. I know. It, it, it just took me a little bit, mm-hmm. a little time to click it. Sure. Sure. You, you got there, though. As long as you I get did. there, click, right? Clicked in, clicked in. Yeah. So, 
Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, hey, when when you said that if you didn't know that Trump was president, who did you mean when you were saying you didn't want to have to uh, watch the buffoon in chief? What what were you talking about then? Oh, I was talking about that new series on Kern Prime, Buffoon in Chief. Buffoon in Chief, what is that? Oh, well, you know, it, it's kind of this Barney Miller meets the fly sort of show. I, I'd love to nutshell it real quick for you. If, sure. If, if you want to hear please, about it. Please, please. All right, well, um, basically the, this bumbling criminal named named Jeb, J-E-B, he, he breaks into this research lab where they're doing these secret body-altering experiments with these laser beams. Okay. And, and anyway, the silent alarm goes off, and it goes right to the local police station, and the, the chief of police, he, he gets the alarm, and he goes to the lab, and he's about to apprehend Jeb, and, and Jeb's hiding in the laser room, and just as the chief grabs him, the laser accidentally fires and it hits both of them and they meld together. So what it's buffoon and chief. Okay. So buffoon and chief, the buffoon is in actually literally in the police chief. Yeah. Hence the title buffoon in chief. Yes. Yes. Wow. But you know, it, it honestly, it, it's a stinker. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jake Fogelnest was actually exec peeing that, um, this non-laugher, but he, he quit because its suckage was so flagrant. Okay. And also, they wouldn't let him hang a fabulous Stains poster in the police station scenes. Yeah. Uh, was he going to hang it at a jaunty angle? Yeah, he was going to hang it at a completely unrealistic angle that no one in real life ever hangs their posters at. Yet a hundred percent of all music posters in any sort of filmed entertainment, that's what they hang hang sure. at, at, a, at a crooked one. The amount of I'll ask you this question: In yes. America, mm-hmm. how many times has someone decided to hang an Archers of Loaf poster at a forty-five degree angle on their dorm room wall? How many times has that talking, actually happened? Real oh, world. Zero. 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 How many times that somebody hung an Arches of Loaf poster in a in a movie or uh-huh. television show, did they hang it at a jaunty angle? 100%. One, yes. Very strange. It is. It is funny that some, mm-hmm. some set designer is saying, kids are nuts and they're just crazy and they like things at weird angles. Yeah. I'll tell you, speaking of, I... Uh, I, I was all excited about this Waco show. Yeah, you know this. Okay. Uh, you know this. Uh, I, I can't remember what network, but I was into it for like ten minutes, and then there's this scene where Koresh is playing in a band, and and these drums are from like Guitar Center two months ago, and this thing's supposed to take place in the late '80s, early '90s. No, thank you. And that took you right out of it. I stopped watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. can't watch that. Look, everybody's got their thing. That's your thing. It is. Oh, you know, speaking of, of um, buffoon and chief. Yeah. This is so lame. There's also this completely shoehorned S-U-C-E happening the whole time. S- what is S-U-C-E? That's a, a stand-up comedy element. 
Okay. Yeah. See, Jeb's friend Jeff is trying to find Jeb, you know, throughout all the episodes. Uh-huh. And he's trying, he's trying to make it in the real world of uh, stand-up comedy. Uh-huh. And he, he does a tight two at the chortle portal every episode. Okay. Yeah, stuff's kind of weak. He's actually played by Michael Shannon. Oh, 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 really? Yeah. Hey, speaking of, perhaps you could answer me this. Are there more than one Michael Shannons? Michael Shannon. I mean, I'm sure that a name that that's, that's as relatively common as that, I'm sure there's multiple Michael Shannons. No, I mean, uh, are there more than one uh, of the actor Michael Shannon? Because he's he's literally been in every piece of scripted entertainment I've seen over the last twelve months. Yes, all he, of everything. He, he works a fair amount. Um, I think his IMDb they list what he wasn't in. That's, I, 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 I don't doubt that. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's funny. What if Michael Shannon? What if the multiple Michael Shannons made a movie with the multiple J.K. Simmonses, the other guy that's in every movie? Yeah, that would be something. So are you saying there would be 14 Michael Shannons? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, what if it's a football movie or something and they both are the teams? And the coaches. And the coaches. And they might as well be the audience also. Everything. Play by play. Yeah. The announcers, the fans in the stands. Yeah, those guys, you'd think. I'm interested to know if if there's something that J.K. Simmons is saving up for. Where he's like something to, like to purchase because he's making so much bank. Is that what you're saying? Or if he's just like, I just, if I do six more movies, I can afford, I can afford that building I want to buy. Yep. Like, I can afford that building on that island yes, that I'm also buying. He's just like, yeah, I wonder if he's been saving and saving. Just He's like so tired. He's on the set of a movie, and he's just like, I leave tonight. I finish. I wrap on this movie, and then I go do another movie tomorrow. Right. But I'm so tired. But I just got to keep going, and then I can afford that building on that island. Like Johnny Ramone, he was he, he he wanted to end he wanted to end it having a million in the bank, and I think he did it. One million, I think so. Like, and a, then he, enjoy, he then he enjoyed it for two years. That's that's so mean. Why did I say that? But it's a it's a it's it's kind of a cautionary tale, I would say. It is. Is, it is. That, that's it is. a positive thing you can take from from what you said. Is that that's true? You, you can't just chase the the almighty dollar. I do, though. You do? Well, I think we all do to a degree. Hey, speaking of. Yeah? You're in the Writers Guild, right? I am, yes. Maybe you could answer me this. Was there an actual decree that came from the Guild that that stated that 80% of all current movies and TV shows must have a scene where someone gets run down completely out of the blue by a bus or a car just a half second after they've said something very important? Um, look, there was no, there was no decree. Mm-hmm. There's not some, some command from, from the top of the, the guild that, that, but it is in so many things, people just getting run down, like surprisingly run down. Oh yeah, like like violently, blah, 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 boop, gone. Yeah, 
like moved out of frame by the bus. Yep, a, a, a real frame mover. Yeah, and meanwhile, you watch these buses drive around town, and they're, it seems like they're stopping and starting so much. It seems like they they don't go. It seems like you could get bumped by a bus and just kind of you'd be all right with how slow. You might not up. even feel it. Yeah. You what was that? Oh, the bus. I'd say you'd feel it, but I got nudged. I got a bus nudge. You got a bus. I got a bus nudge over here. Yeah. Oh my god! You know, it's funny. I I asked Paul Rudd about this the other night. Practically bit my head off. You asked Paul. Where did you meet Paul Rudd to ask him about this? Oh, I work at the Newbridge Canyon Colony General Store, that, that that hip general store. Oh, yeah, I know. I know, I know all about it. It's a really for well, for people who don't know, Newbridge Canyon Colony is this very exclusive, very hip uh community filled with artists and celebrities who all have homes out there. Yeah. It's it's cool. There's so many FPs who come to the store. It's great. I, I like who, who have I seen recently? Uh, Paul Rudd, Kate Hudson, Merle Allen, uh, Patton Oswalt. Oh you wow! Name it. I, I didn't know Patton Oswalt had a home uh, out there. Oh no! Um, not the comedian. Uh, I, I'm talking about Pat and Oswalt, the ventriloquist act. Had you seen this? I have not. No, I don't think I've seen. Was it Pat and Pat Os- and no. and Oswald? I don't yeah. think so. So scary! You're going to freak out when you see this thing. I, I I can't tell who's the person and who's the dummy in this thing. Mm-hmm. They're they're the exact same size and height, and when they come in the store, it looks like they're both walking under their own power. The the ventriloquist and the dummy. Yes. And you're not sure who, who's who. Exactly. Is there a that would ch- freak you out, right? Oh, I, please. That'd be, that sounds so creepy. Is there a chance that they're both just people? You or know, is, that's not something I've ever considered. Or is it clear that one of them is like, well, I mean, can you base it on the purchases maybe? Like, does one person buy yeah. food and the yeah. other one doesn't? I mean, I well, one, one buys water. Okay. And the other doesn't buy anything. And then the one, when they get out, the one drinks the water. Uh Uh-huh. And then I'll I'll watch from inside. They're out in the parking lot, and and they'll be talking to someone while the one drinks water and the other one does the talking. Okay, that is a ventriloquist act, then. That's very strange. See? Yeah, I I thought I was right. Very weird. Interesting. Yeah, that that would be unsettling. It is. You know, Andy Kindler, he, he comes in. He's got this gorgeous lean-to up there. It's really uh-huh. nice. Oh, wow. He, he He's great. And although it's funny, I, I, I do get into trouble sometimes because when he's checking out, I, I get him to do these Leno riffs. Uh-huh. And it, hold, it holds up the line. And he'll do the, the thing. I'll, I'll go, please, please do the one that I love. And, and he'll do the one that's like, uh, uh, maybe you could even do it about the... Um, the uh, Leno having having a car that that runs on not spending his tonight show money. Could you do it, please? I love your impressions of Andy. I don't know if I can do an Andy Kindler impression. I know I can do Andy Kindler when he's just like uh, 
I was watching MASH the other day, and I was, uh, it was on Channel 2 and Channel 4, and then now they have the MASH channel. And, and then he would, then he would just say something about it. It's like when the Jimmy Fallon is, has Pol Pot on the show, and they're, they're playing beer pong. It'd be like, a, Jay Leno, be like, yeah, then he would just say something. Jay drives, uh, like, yeah, we're still not sure what you're doing with your money, Jay. If you touch, <laughs> we're still not sure if you're touching the Tonight Show money. Good stuff. Didn't, didn't get it. the memo. Didn't get the memo. That's the one. He says that every time. Yeah. Every time. It's great. Yeah. Uh, you know who was here the other day? Who's that? Dan Rather. And he was with Gene Simmons of the rock band Kiss. Really? Yes. Yeah, I, I I don't want to bother them because they they were shooting B roll for this uh, this interview show that that Dan Rather does for for um, uh, Axis. Have Have you seen this this thing where he Dan Rather will do these interviews with with it's usually with music people, sometimes actors, Very but with the music people, it, it's like he only seems to have the most cursory knowledge of them as people. And almost zero knowledge of their music, so it's really weird. It's very strange. I have seen a couple of those. If anybody, if anybody in that interview chair was doing those interviews, and, and if they weren't Dan Rather doing the same interview, half those performers would get up and storm out, right? Because this is a an insult that this is what the yeah. interview is. Yeah. Guess what? Guess what song he he asked uh, John Fogarty to play for him? Um, uh, a fortunate son. No, he um he he did mention that song, but but uh, but Dan Rather referred to it as fortunate one. Oh, so yeah, and he gets facts wrong too. He is such a poor working knowledge of the of the material. Yeah, that these legendary artists have come up with. So, what song yeah. was it? Uh, uh, Proud Mary, that, Proud that, Mary. that oh. deep cut. Yeah, that deep. Yeah, a song that Joe so, Fogarty uh, probably can't, doesn't even believe he wrote. In at this point, he's just like, <laughs> like it's almost such a huge song. He's like, I, there's no way I could have written that, right? Like, there's, there's no way. Yeah, that seems like it had to have been like. Here since the beginning of time, that song. <laughs> yeah. Like that he sat down with a pad one day and wrote at the top of it, Proud Mary. <laughs> it's such a weird thing that, that that... That's the story. Yeah. First first thing he wrote in the first song songwriting notebook he bought. It was Proud Mary. Just wow. the title. Isn't that nuts? That is nuts. I'm dying to... to, to know what those guys talked about though dan rather and gene simmons can you imagine what that interview is like so oh so if dan rather was interviewing gene simmons yeah i could that sounds um like what would it be like if dan rather was interviewing gene simmons yeah you be dan rather and i'll I'll be gene simmons uh um okay let's think it's uh very exciting uh sitting here with one of the four members of the heavy metal group, Kiss, that with their 
shock rock antics. Sold millions of records, and I'm here with Gene Simmons, who played the character of the the ghoul. And well, Dan, uh, Dan, uh, uh, close but no guitar. Um, actually, I, I, I'm, I don't play the ghoul; I play the demon. And and I, I, I do want to correct you. Um, Kiss uh, has not only sold millions of records, we are um, America's number one gold record award-winning group. Bigger than the Beatles. You have many gold records to honor your accomplishments. It's uh, very exciting. So many of the the songs I've enjoyed by Kiss over the years, like, like Hell is Hot and... and... Detroit Guitar Boogie. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, um... That's... I, I can't even go any further. That's... that's, no, a, no, that's... I'm laughing my A off over here. Yeah, you're good. You should have your own program. A, you should... I do. You're calling it. You should have your own program. Wait, this is a show? Yes. I, I'm busting your V's. I'm yeah, busting your you V's. Know, yeah. <laughs> you know who, who came in the other day? This was so exciting. Who's that? Neil Young. Wow, that's a that's a big one. Yeah, and it, it was so cool because we just happened to have one of his albums on hand, and he signed it to me. It was so cool. Really? Yeah. Which which album did you get to sign? The Pointer. The Pointer. Yeah. I don't know the Pointer. That's what's on. Oh, do you know any of the songs that are on the pointer? Yeah. Um, oh, what's on it? Um, uh, come on, baby, let's go downtown. Is on that. Uh, roll another number. Uh, Tonight's the night is yeah. on that. That album is called Tonight's the Night. Well, I know that song's on it, but the, the album's called that's, that. That's the name of the album. Now, I, can I ask you a question, uh, Rex? Mm-hmm. If, were you by any chance? Bitten by a garden bush pig recently. It's funny. It's funny you mention it because I, I was actually. It got me right in the in the upper haunches when I was bending over to tend to my um, Swiss chard. Yes, I, I think you might want to get it checked out. It sounds like you've got uh, a, a, a case of tidalnesia from that bite. Oh no! I, I heard that might be one of the symptoms. Mm-hmm. Ugh, great. Oh man! Hey, speaking of music, are you going to go see Jawbreaker in Brooklyn? Um, I, I don't know if I'm actually going to make it out to the show. I'm not sure. Um, oh, you gotta go! You gotta go! It, it, it's the event of the Centaur. The event of the Centaur? No, it's the yeah. event. It's the uh, event of the. It's not the event of the Centaur. It's the event of the yes, cent- it is. the Century. The Century. What do you think it is? Century. The word Century, not Centaur. A cent- I it's the event of the centaur. No, a centaur is a mythological creature that's like half man, half horse. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's the event of the century. I thought when something was really exciting that it's the event of the centaur because the centaur, the centaur is sort of the Greek god of excitement, right? No. I thought he was, I thought the story of this myth was, there was this guy and he was so excited because he was going to get presents for his birthday, 
uh-huh. that he was running home so fast to get the presents that he ended up almost like we were talking about earlier. He he ran into something and he melded with it, and so that's how he became a centaur. No, that's not that's not what it is at all. You're way off base. Huh. I guess we could argue about that all night. So you're not going to go to the show? I'm uh, not sure. Okay, cool. Well, thanks anyway. Good night. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not, <coughs> excuse me, it's not, um, wait, is he gone? He hung up. That's very weird. It's very weird. Weird stuff. Best show. Hello. Hi, best show. Is this our team, right? Hello, hi. Uh, I'm not sure. Hey! Hey! Who's got me on speakerphone? Hello? Hello? Okay, um, this is Elliot. Um, okay. It's been 10 years and it's time for a gubernatorial election in Newbridge. Who are the candidates? Interesting. Uh, well, I, I'm not. I've not been tracking politics so much. I'll have to take a look at that and see and see who's running. And maybe we'll start to add that to the show a little bit. Uh, we can touch on that. That's a good a good point, Elliot. Okay. Are you in school, Elliot? Yeah. What grade you in, Elliot? Fifth. Fifth. How's that working for you? Mm. Okay. What's your favorite subject? Hmm. It's usually reading. Reading? Yeah. What's the longest book you ever read? Hmm. Probably the last Harry Potter book. Hmm. What was that, like 600 pages? Probably. I don't remember. You like, uh, you like, uh, what's your favorite book to read? All time, best book you ever read? All time, best book. Um, probably Anne of Green Gables. Oh. And who wrote that now? Um, I actually have it right here. Okay. L.M. Montgomery. L.M. Montgomery. Hmm. Sounds like uh, one of the final questions on HQ. You ever play HQ? No, but that sounds that doesn't sound fun. What is it? It's a it's a game show that's on on your 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 phone. It's like an app based game mm-hmm. show. It's very popular. We're going to have the host of that on the show in a, in a bit. Ah, uh, that's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. We'll see. We'll get the we'll get the lowdown on things from him. I have to look into that. Yeah, you should. It's very popular. Very popular. What's your least favorite subject? Um. Hmm. Well, it depends. Today it's probably writing, but then another day it could be like um, math. Interesting. So you like reading, you hate writing. Yeah. Why Not my you, interest. What are your interests? What do you see? Um, you what do you see? I Look, like and you don't pin it. I'm not going to hold you to it. Years from now, you you are an adult. What do you think you're doing? Um. Well, me and a friend were playing to make video games in the future. I'm going to design if he's going to code. Ah. What's your favorite video game? 
Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy. I heard, heard it's scary. I'm a little too scary for my, uh, for my tastes. It's a lot less scary than I expected. Like they don't jump out at you and go, ooh. They do, but it's it's one of those games where, like, YouTubers, they'll overreact. Where they're like, oh, because they know they're filming themselves. Yeah. They need to entertain you, but, like, when I get jump scared, it's like, oh, God. Yeah. Well, maybe you're just a stronger uh, person in terms of getting scared. You may not maybe. be a... You may not be a jumpy, uh, a jumpy person. I'm not really. Yeah, well, I don't know what to... Boo! Gotcha. See? I'm more startled than scared. Do you ever go, huh? No. No? You ever have a bad dream, and then yeah. suddenly you wake up and you go, huh? Yeah. Like you literally bolt out of... Like your, 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 your body just like lunges forward and you're like, huh? Yeah, that happens. Really? Yeah. Now this might be a little out of your comfort zone. Can you rank the members of the band? Your favorite from favorite to least favorite? I was thinking I would think I was thinking you could go the the band. The band. Yeah. I was thinking you'd probably go Danko, Helm Danko Helm. Danko Helm, Manuel Hudson, Robertson. What do you think about that? No, this is pretty out of my context. Okay. I I only tuned in a few seconds ago. Five Nights at Freddy. Who's the scariest one on Five Nights at uh, at Freddy's? <sighs> Chica, the chicken or duck. No one really knows. And what do you know? There's more of a... Yeah. And what are you fighting them with? Are you fighting them? What do you got, a bat? No, but you have a little mask. A mask? Yeah, it can protect you. It's a Freddy mask. All right. I'm going to have to start playing this. I would suggest start with number two. Number two. Interesting. Well, Elliot, you call anytime you want, my young friend. Okay. Have a great night. Those are Bye. Thank you. You're welcome. Night. Bye. Nice guy. Nice guy, huh, Mike? Best show, hi. Hey. To whom am I speaking? This is uh, Sam from Los Angeles. Sam from Los Angeles. What's up, Sam? Not much. I went to H&H the other day, so that was interesting. The bar? The bar. We're here? Yeah, I was uh, visiting my folks back in New Jersey, and I stopped in to see if Mike was there. He was not. He was not. Well, no. can't win them all. Can't no, and I certainly all. lost that one. Yeah, you sure did. You flopped. You should have checked with him on Twitter first. I did. He responded to me a few hours later. Yeah. I think we're on different schedules. Yeah. Look, he's not the most prompt guy when it with computer stuff. <laughs> he's not the most prompt guy. He 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 only gets fifteen. He's only allowed fifteen minutes at the library now to hop on. 
That's all right. Anything else? Um, I, uh, I love the new podcast. I think it's going super uh, well. I'll meet my friends of friends. It's the hit best show spinoff show, the Friends Recap Podcast that everybody's talking about. And I'll say this, a couple things. First of all, it's on iTunes as its own show now. It's not in the best show feed anymore. It's its own show. It should have its own uh, its own uh, home. And it does now. Secondly, the episodes are going to, they, they come out first uh, for everybody to hear, however you want to hear them. But, but soon, very soon, they're going to go behind the Patreon uh, for a, a window of exclusivity to Patreon uh, supporters only, and then they will be for everybody. But if you want them first, you better support the show over at Patreon.com slash The Best Show. And that's what you have to do anyway to support the show, just in general. We ain't got no ads on this show. We ain't got no ads. We got the Patreon is how we do it. People give what they can give, and then it keeps the show going. And I appreciate all of it. And we try to give you bonus content to thank you for that, and just because we also want to do bonus content. I'm glad you like it, though. Thank you, my friend. Very good. I love it. I wish it was on Spotify. Yeah, well, I wish I could dunk a basketball. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, how's it going? It's going well. To whom am I speaking? This is the uh, unpredictable J. George. The unpredictable J. George. That's correct. That? I don't know if you remember me or Wrestle, not. I, I remember a wrestling component. Yes, that's right. I got AP Mike to come out to a show in Queens about a year, year ago. That's right. AP Mike came out. Yeah. Oh, no. I was actually I was actually calling because I don't know if you heard the uh, the big news. The big news. What's the big news? Oh, Tom, this is huge. Uh, it didn't work 18 years ago, but we're going to give it another shot. Oh, that, oh I heard the news. Yes, the XFL oh, yeah. is coming back. Yeah, good luck Anytime. with that. Good luck. I bet you they don't. They, they, there's no way that come. I bet you he folds on it before XFL. Could you imagine? <laughs> Do you think we're going to get the the hitmen, the uh, New York hitmen, to come back? Look, this is what he's talking about. This guy, Vince McMahon, who's this this uh, wrestling uh, guy, he's a, 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 a legacy with wrestling. Didn't did his uh, papa cleared a path for him with this stuff? He um he started a wrestling uh, out of the he did this thing the XFL like he was trying to give, give the NFL a run for its money and uh started his own league this whole thing though and it does, it begins and ends with this i don't care what this guy calls it what he does with it when the games are it just don't matter if you're not if you're not going to pay to get the talent out there the games are going to stink. That's it. That's just how it works with sports. They're just going to stink. The games will be, no one watches it for any sort of like, uh, for any sort of like protocol or whatever the league represents. They just want to watch games that are good. These games will be awful. And there's no way they won't be awful because the talent's going to be terrible because there's no way he can, Start paying 
for to compete with NFL talent. It ends with that. Yeah, with absolutely. That. I think he's the difference now. I think they're doing is he's saying he's going to have uh, two years like heads up on it. So oh, who like, cares? You they're going to have two years to kind of get everything together. Two hundred years. This guy could have two hundred years. He could he won't be able to get the football league going. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be definitely interesting to see what they football what they stinks. try to. Football stinks. First of all, football stinks. It's so boring. You watch a football game. They play for two and a half minutes. It takes four hours. There's two and a half minutes of actual action, and it's a game for coaches. It's a game takes place up in the skybox when these guys with headsets tell the people on the field what patterns to run. It's boring. It's boring, and everybody's getting concussions, and it stinks. And it's uh, for all the people who say it's oh it's a thing you do not kneeling and stuff. This is the most conservative ga- game in, in sports. It's like the fifties out there. No, but I don't want oh, it. Yeah. Look, whatever you think, you get mad because people kneel. You're mad because they're because they're getting concussions or whatever. Look, it's a faulty thing that will go under at some point, the way uh, boxing did, become for maniacs. They'll end up playing football games out on 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 uh, aircraft carriers is where they're going to have to play it in international waters. It's the only place football games will take place. So you better get ready for that, Mike. You better get ready to work your beer stand out on an aircraft carrier. Beer here. Beer here. We got beer. Yeah. No, it's, it's look, whatever. Football sucks. It's boring. It's going to go out of business just because it's a, a, a thing from the past. doesn't matter. The social things are not going to bring it down. It's the fact that kid, people won't let their kids play it is what's going to bring it down because they're getting their heads rattled. It's dangerous. You're not supposed to do that to the human head. Yeah, no, I don't I don't know. I, I see less and less people kind of getting out of just like the sport in general over like the next couple of years for yeah, sure. They don't do it. They don't do it. Yeah. Whatever. Sports stinks anyway. At its best, it stinks. Go watch uh, basketball. It's better. Hey, you know who? Uh, you know what else is coming back, Tom? What's that? Friends of Tom. What? What's coming back? The Friends of Tom, the tag team duo, were uh, oh, that's were right, reuniting. Yes, finally. The Long wrestling awaited. duo. <laughs> the wrestling duo that named themselves after the best show. Uh, not it's a fun club. It's not a fan club. The best show fun club is back. The wrestling duo is back. I look forward to it. Please, yeah. by all means, let me know when the friends of Tom are making their run at what belt would it be now? I guess it would be for uh, tag belts or something. I don't know. They don't even have belts anymore. They have like trophies and stuff now. You know, my whole thing with wrestling is they give everybody a trophy. Everybody gets a trophy in wrestling. Drives me up the wall. Everybody gets a trophy. Well, that was the thing that, that's what happened with boxing was like, they had like, everybody had like, there was like, so there was like nine world titles or whatever. And like, everybody just, I think that was like a big thing that turned people off. It was just hard to keep track of like, who's doing what. Cause everybody had, everybody had something. Yeah, and it also was a slight turnoff with boxing that it was uh, it's wildly corrupt. Also, might have something to do with turning people off. Um, Just hold it. Yeah, that's how it goes, my friend. I appreciate 
I appreciate the call. Let me know when the wrestling duo is back, and we will talk more about it. Hey, thank you for having me on. Good talk. Okay. Guy talking about this wrestling thing. You got the one guy talking about the Kurt Vile documentary. And then he's talking about the the, 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 the the Fleetwood Mac book. Got this guy going deep in the 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 thing with the wrestling duo that Mike I think they stole Mike's wallet that night. Right? You know. It's weird. People talking about these things. They got their things though. They sure got their things. They got their things and they got their thing. They talk about their things all the live long day. Subs in the thing. I'm like, ready made sub? Shut up! Try to give me a ready made sub? Wanna order a sub? What do you think I'm standing at the counter like an idiot for 10 minutes? Waiting online. I see you got the ready made things. They're sitting in the stupid containers out there. You want me to get one of those? I'd get one. I would be out of the store already. Alright, you're listening to us. Oh, shut up. We're talking about subs still. We never got to the bottom of this. The number 201-332-3484. You want to talk about subs tonight? We got all sorts of things. I'm trying to just go. I went the other day. I went back. Who knows why? Who knows why I went back? The Jersey Mike's. You know why I went back? I had a coupon. I get a thing in the mail that says, here you get the thing. You get free chips and soda with the sub. So I'm like, all right, I'll give this dump another chance. I go back in. I go to order a sub. Order the thing, and then the guy's like, you, you wanted the, the jersey? He's like, you wanted Mike's, what Mike's way is what he called it, Mike's way. First of all, who's Mike? I don't know who Mike is. I don't know Mike wants a thing. Look, I grew up in New Jersey my whole life. I never heard of Mike's way my whole life. It's people. And then I get the chips, I get the stuff. First of all, I get the chips, I get these weird chips, sea salt. I look at the row of chips. They got jalapeno, sea salt. I'm like, you got any normal chips here? And the guy's like, no, whatever chips you got in there. I'm like, oh, shut up. You got to put normal chips out here. We think I'm ordering a sandwich for? You order a sandwich so I get normal chips? 
And then you think that's enough. Oh, wait till I go look at the sodas. The sodas at this place. They got the thing you can take the cup to fill it up. I don't even recognize two of the sodas on it. Pepsi Diet Pepsi. The other ones are weird. Their brand. I look at the thing and say, the guy, what, you know, you, you, what do you got, Slice? You got Slice? You guys are going to try the other one. It's pineapple. Uh, pineapple soda. Shut up. Oh, shut up. Get a, give me a real soda. The number 201-332-3484. You hear on oh, shut up. You got Rex here. We're talking about subs and sandwiches still. Not getting the bottom of it. And don't even get me started with this. This Wawa, which is running everywhere now. They're expanding. He's all through the state. Wawa. I go to this place. I go to order a sandwich. I step up to the thing. I, get, I finally get the eye of one of the people behind the thing. They're trying to avoid eye contact half the time. But I'm like, hey! I'm like, hey! I finally look the fifth time I say it. And I say, yeah! Let me get a turkey and switch. Guy goes, use the screen. The screen? What? The screen? What is this? What, are, what am I working at the Apple store now? Working the screen? I'm like, oh, shut up. Make me my sandwich. Guy's like, you gotta enter it on the screen. Ernie, who's good here? What? Hey! Who? Yeah, you're on our shut up. Who do we got? Hey! You're on the show. Hey! 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 Hey, stupid, you're on. Hey, Ernie, what's wrong with you? You put a guy through like this through? Idiot. Hey, you're on us. Shut up. Who do we got here? Hey, we got Ben in Portland. Ben in Portland. The number's 201-332-3484. We're still talking sub sandwiches. Ain't got the bottom of it. Yeah, what do you got? Okay, well, what's up with these uh, these fancy mayonnaise, fancy sauces on these subs? Stupid mayo. Shut up. Yeah. Do you ever have an experience with that? Yeah, we got every sub in Portland here. They always taking it to the next level, trying to be fancy with the subs. Yeah, well, I think the problem stuff. might be you're living in Portland. That might be the problem. Oh, shut up. You shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut 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 up. Shut up. Ernie. Who's good here? You're on our shut up. Who do we got? Yeah, it's Matt and Montclair. Matt and Montclair. What's up, Matt? I uh, just want to talk some subs. All right, so let's hear it. So uh, my favorite way of doing subs is I like to go down to the grocery store and get a big loaf and make it myself. You like to make it yourself? I like to make my sub myself. So you go to the store, you pick out your roll, you pick out your yeah. bread. What do you got all the time in the world? What about if you're working? I'm working. Ah, oh, shut, shut, shut up. Shut up. You shut up. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, all right to take Shut up. Will you shut up. Shut up. Shut, shut, yeah, shut, you're on shut, shut, shut up. Shut up. Here we got. 
Shut up! Hey, Tom, what's up? It's uh, Rex. What's up, man? It's Nick from Albuquerque. Who? Nick from Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Yep. All right, what do you want? I want to know, do you know Tom's uh, three top three favorite rappers? What? Do you know Tom Sharpling's uh, uh, shut top up. three favorite up. Shut up! <laughs> shut up! Ernie, what's wrong with you? You you want your stuff? I'm gonna replace you with Voice Box Billy. I'll bring him back. He'll start doing the calls again. You're on our shut up. Who do we got? Hey, Rex, hey, it's Franklin in the East Bushwick. How are you? Yeah. What do you got? What do I gotta do to get a friggin' Wawa in my neighborhood? Where's your neighborhood? East Bushwick. What? Where? East Bushwick. What's that, Brooklyn? Yeah, Brooklyn, but I don't give me a hard time. You shut up. I just want a Wawa. Yeah, you shut First of all, you shut up. No, you shut up. No, I'm you shut your Wawa. mouth. You shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. And secondly, why aren't you talking about your fancy deli you got in Brooklyn? I don't want, I don't, I don't like it. I don't need it. They got the computer. I type in what I, I go want. to one of these Wawa. places. I go in this place to drop my hand off to get some tests. And I go in to get a sandwich at this place while I'm waiting. Out there in somewhere in Brooklyn or Manhattan. I didn't know where it was. And I go in. And they got the thing. First of all, the thing was $15. The guy said, $15? $15? What? Oh, because we got the moots of... I don't care what you bitch. Shut up. He's making the thing. $15 for a sandwich. Shut up! Shut up! Shut you shut up! Shut up! Will you shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! Yeah, you're shut on up. our shut up. Who do we got? Oh, hey, Rex. This is uh, Andrew Diamond down in Texas, and uh, Texas. I went to a supermarket. Yeah, Get what are you going to talk about? Barbecue sauce on your sandwich? No, no. Ah, shut, hey, shut up. up! You shut up! Shut up! I'm making a shut joke. I'm making a joke. You shut up! All right. What do you want? Oh, yeah. So I was at the supermarket, and I I, I, I got a sub, and uh, I just want to sit down and eat it. But they got the they got the seats up on the you know the little area where you sit down. No, I don't, cause I don't eat food at supermarkets. I buy food at supermarkets. You're eating at a supermarket. What are you a loser? Oh, shut up. Sitting and eating at a supermarket. That's for weirdos. You're on the show. Who do we got? This is Andy in Pittsburgh. How you doing, Rex? Oh, you're going to talk about Permonte Brothers at the sandwich. Oh, no, Rex. I can't stand that stuff. I finally I like go to Pittsburgh. Sub. I go to Pittsburgh, and I go, and I try to get a sandwich. And you're like, oh, everybody get Permonte Brothers. I go, and they put French, fr- French fries. You don't put them oh, in a bag like a normal thing. You put them on the sandwich? Oh, shut up. I threw the thing in the guy's face. What about a charity sub, Rex? Charity sub? What's that? You know, you go into work and the, somebody you work with, their kid plays saxophone in the band and they're selling subs for the band. Yeah. And you put your money down and then like three weeks later, it's like a surprise sub. You forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, what are you, a cheapskate? You can't support your kid's friend? Can't support no, your kid's friend, you cheapskate? Ah, shut up, cheapskate. <laughs> shut up. 
Get up! Cheapskate. You're at work. You support your co-workers. The kid's not asking for the world. You buy some cookies, you buy a sub. Although selling subs are weird. You're going to sell a sub at work? That's weird. Somebody comes tell me to buy sub, I'd probably tell him to shut up. All right, who do we got? Hey, this is Kenny out in Brooklyn. Kenny in Brooklyn, what do you, what do you want? Hey, I just wanted to get your take on uh, paninis. Paninis? Yeah. Paninis, yeah, it's a smush sandwich. Shut up. <laughs> shut up! Shut your own right to take me. Shut up! Will you shut All right, up, what do we up, got? Shut Who's shut, this? Shut, Ernie, who is this? Who? Shut up! Who is it? This this is Nolan in Arizona. Nolan in Arizona? What do you want, Nolan? Well, this is Rex. Yeah, who do you think it is? Rex. Yeah, you don't know you don't know what you're talking about, man. The, the best sub I ever had was a cold cut from Subway. You're trashing them every week on this. It's ridiculous. First of all, you you're out in Arizona. What what, what are you gonna tell me about the food out in Arizona? We got food out here. You got your even your iced teas, terrible. Arizona iced tea, it's terrible. You get your iced tea straight, and then we'll talk more about stuff. Until then, shut up. You know what he's talking about? He's gonna talk about subs. Down in Arizona, he doesn't know what he's doing. Stefan Kiel, a limousine, pulled up to the curb and stopped with a smooth hesitation. The driver got out and circled the car to the passenger door. He looked from below the brow of his formal driver's cap and he looked at Ryu up and down. Ryu, I presume? He said. Ryu grunted a quiet, sure you can, which the driver took as an acknowledgement. May I take your luggage, Mr. Ryu? Shuruken, Ryu said again. 
driver reached out and took the rolled suitcase from Ryu's hands. He popped open the limousine trunk and placed the suitcase inside, closing the trunk with a forceful slam. The driver made it back to Ryu. He's waiting for you inside the limo, the driver intoned as he opened the limousine door. Ryu sighed as if he was getting ready to break out a two-hit combo. He eased his way through the door of the limo and sat down. You're listening to Street Fighter Fan Fiction Network. This is Chapter 14 of The Quest for the Golden Hadouken, a work in progress. My name is Donnie Teal. You can see the broadcast schedule at streetfighterffn.net. Resuming the story, across from him a tangle of furry green and orange stared out the window, undoubtedly affecting a pose that he had been working on for a long time. His ripped orange pants were as tattered as ever. Ryu stared at him and finally spoke up. How have you been, Blanca? Blanca finally turned to face Ryu. His eyes looked less crazed than they did when the two men would fight along the hotline boardwalk. He looked different. After a long pause, Blanca finally answered. Arrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
and it's like, come on, dude, it's a King Crimson show. Act, act like this. What do you, what do you think you're, you're, you're seeing? Uh, Five Finger Death Punch? You're gonna act like a lunatic at this thing? Act like a normal human being, but no, the guy's still just going ramp, ramp. You gonna try to drive with you? What's the goal? To get Robert Fripp to throw you out of the show? I don't know, man. I tell you, sometimes it's so hard to figure people out, huh, Mike? You just don't even know what the what's the goal with the way they think. I don't know anymore. First of all, let me say uh, here on the best show we got uh, coming up in a matter of moments. Scott Rogowski will be in studio. What do you think about that? Is he here, Mike? Does he got that other guy with him? Couple guys. Is he with, with his entourage now? He's going to this guy's head? Hey, Mike. Of the people out there, which one is like the... is? If Scott is Vinny Chase now, which one is like Turtle? Alex. Okay. And whose is E? Alex also. This guy's doing double duty. <coughs> A couple things to know, my friends. About the Simon Doom song? It's out! It's on Votive Records. Standalone single. Not on the, not on the next album. And it's on all digital platforms, courtesy of Votive Records. Good stuff, man. Good stuff from Simon Doom. Loved it. Loved it! What'd you think of that song, Mike? Hey, Mike? Did, did, did the pizza show up? They get the good kind or the, the crummy kind you like? Both. They got a quality pizza and a junk pizza for you. They're both junk, dude, yeah. You know, what, what, we get, what this guy, what, we got uh, 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 Anthony Bourdain here all of a sudden? I was reading this issue of New Jersey Magazine that I bought at a particularly low point. In December, at the grocery store, because it had like memories of New Jersey, like famous people's memories in New Jersey. I never saw more of a moan fest. I threw that thing in the trash. These people were moan. Anthony Bourdain. First of all, all these people split. None of these people are still in the state. Do they knock on my door? No, they don't. Am I still here? Sure, I am. Do they ask my two cents? No, they don't. But this Anthony Bourdain, I used to eat at this one place that had uh, gluey Chinese food. Get out! What are you moaning about? Everything was always, I got out. I ran out. I, I loved it here, then I ran out of the thing. It's over the, with the... It ran out of state. Hey, Mike, can you tell Pat... To tell Dudio, to tell you, to tell Pat, to bring the guests in. The guests. I don't want it. I don't want this. I don't want to, what he's going to bring. bring uh, what is it? Uh, it's going to be Arrested Development in here. It's going to be Earth, Wind, and Fire are going to show up. Right? This guy's going to bring an entourage in here. The new pornographers are going to show up. Speaking of which. 
Oh my goodness, look at this guy. Look how classy he is now. Not the old Scott Rogowski. How are you, Scott? He's like well put together now. Really very happy for him. Let me turn your mic up. Did they, did, did they offer you a beverage? I, I I tried for the first time spiked seltzer. Spiked? Why, do we have that? <laughs> Are you sure? I, I I actually don't want any more. Thank you. I had my fill. No, I'm good with this uh, 48-ounce uh, thing I got of uh, <laughs> Diet Dr. Pepper that I'm working on. And I'll drink this Starbucks in the morning. It's good when you get to Starbucks. You know what, sometimes? I know people like, ooh, the coffee sat around for a while. You know what? You get a hot coffee. I'll tell you this. Get a hot coffee. Put it uh, in the refrigerator, right? Mm-hmm. Next morning. It's kind of like, it's like hot chocolate. It gets a weird chocolatey taste somehow. I don't know. Maybe someone's putting uh, quick in it while I'm asleep. Maybe there's like an elf putting quick. And I'm very uncomfortable with how, how at ease you are in the studio right Uh-oh. now. Oh, is, 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 it's, no, I'm kidding. I'm it's, kidding. I'm it's, completely it's, it's kidding. A, it's a departure from the last no. time. Last time you're <laughs> pressed was... against the wall. <laughs> this is the new Scott. <laughs> Cowering in the corner. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Scott Rogowski, let me oh, welcome to the show. Gosh. Mike, he's in the studio now. I'm here. How many points is this? How many put in the, well, I made it. You, yeah, exactly. You get the points. I, I, I am the point. You the points. I don't need the points for this. <laughs> Scott, you, for people, I can't imagine anybody doesn't know at this point. I, I think people don't know. Some people still don't know. There's this thing, what do you call it, an app-based, well, app-based trivia game show? I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. Uh, just found out today that we don't like using the word app. Okay. That's, so that's off the talking points. Okay. We're a game, Sorry. Tom. It's a game. game. Okay. It's and, a game uh, that happens to be <laughs> that happens to be brought to you by an application. Yes, yes. an application happens to <laughs> be sh- facilitate the playing of a game. Right. So it's not an app. No, it's more than an it's, app. Right. It is. It, more it than really an app. is more than an app. I mean, this isn't. You know, this is no. Uh, I don't know, b- Bumble, or uh, Bumble. What's that's, that? Oh, that's one of the millennial dating. Look, so there's this thing. It's called HQ. Yeah. August is when it started in earnest? Yeah. I think around end of August or beginning, around Labor Day is when we sort of went live into the world in the app store. We were in beta for a couple months before that, but I could, I could set it up if you want me to explain just what it is. Or... Sure. You want to, want to do that. Yeah. So if you're just being turned on to HQ, it is a, uh, it is a game on your phone yes. or iPad or tablet. We're in, it's we're your device, your device, your mobile yes. device. It's a streaming, Trivia game show that we, that we go live 3 p.m. Eastern and 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, pretty much every, every day. Only on the weekends we're doing 9 p.m. games. So it's seven days a week. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. I ask 12 questions. You answer them. And if you answer them all right, you win money. Yes. And it's, but it's not just like questions showing up. Scott is on the thing. Uh, that's hosting. right. I forgot that part. You're hosting it. You're, cause I'll say this. <laughs> Trivia, you find you throw a rock, you hit trivia right, at this point right. in our lives right now. Every bar, every Arby's has a trivia thing on the mm-hmm. placemat. Mm-hmm. Popsicle it's stick. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's the singer, not the song. Okay. Scott. You're the singer. Thank you. It's you're not the th- eight people who wrote Bruno Mars' song? It's not the... No. You're the <laughs> singer, Scott. You are what makes this thing work. Wow, that's very Because nice. I watch this thing. Because look, this, I've known Scott for years. 
Yeah. It's a very talented, very thoughtful, very nice, sweet guy who's just like everybody else, every other sucker on the scene grinding it out <laughs> trying to find a get a leg up on anything. Mm-hmm. He's out there in the trenches. And it's just like he's he's out, he's down in the trenches with the with me and the rest of the animals. <laughs> then it's like he's doing some app thing. What? Well, that sounds like a nightmare. Uh huh. Poor Scott. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, Scott. <laughs> sounds like sounds like sounds like Scott's blowing it this time with an yeah. app. Yeah. And then suddenly people I don't even know are just like they come to me, they're like, Have you ever played HQ? This thing, it's a Fun thing, and this is like around September, I guess. It's when, early. That's like, early. Yeah, like maybe a little more. Like I guess October, October. would have been when people really started mm-hmm. to when it when when is the first moment you felt the first shift you felt? Yeah, because there's been many shifts. There, on ha- this there have been so many. I, I would say uh, the first real uh, flashpoint was, and it was sort of an unfortunate thing. There was an article in the Daily Beast mm-hmm. about um, some internal. Affairs at HQ and, okay. uh, uh, that, that went viral. The story went viral mm-hmm. and that going viral helped spread word about HQ. Obviously, you know, they say all, sure. all press is good press. Well, yes. this was actually very good press for HQ. And so that sort of went from, we were at, you so know, it kind maybe, of more went venereal. Yeah. Than right. viral. Yeah. Like it was, <laughs> it was not the, a good viral. Not a good viral. Yes. Tuberculosis, maybe. So, yes. So <laughs> yes, just the way an airborne disease uh-huh. can wipe out. <laughs> a civilization it went viral in mm-hmm. that fun so so that was the first thing that actually put it on on put anybody's it on the map. radar and really for like you know i guess the tech world sort of embraced it first because it is a very techy thing mm-hmm. and all the tech writers and everything and then and then the other point was i think thanksgiving just the fact that the holidays came around and now all of a sudden of course young people were mm-hmm. were getting into into colleges yeah. so they're coming home from college for the holidays they're telling their parents about mm-hmm. it we had big games on thanksgiving christmas was huge for us so all those big holiday events everyone's sitting around yeah that spread it and now yeah we had 1.6 million people That's live crazy. last night tonight That's over nuts. 1.2 against the state yeah. of the union even so you so the very first click of the first time you're doing the thing, you're stepping because I'll say this: Scott's going doing this app. Uh, sorry, doing <laughs> HQ the game. HQ, and then, then suddenly some people start saying to me, "There's this thing HQ, and it's fun, and it's this game show, and this guy hosts it." And I'm just like, "Oh, what guy?" And like I look, I'm like, "Wait, Scott?" Yeah. And then I'm like, watch him. I'm like, oh, this is a perfect fit for Scott. Yeah. And it was like, it, it, I've never seen a, 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 a job and a person's skill set line up more perfectly than this does. You couldn't be more suited to this. Everything you're good at, you shine on this thing every Every step of the way. It's always fun to see you do it because you're, you're having fun and you're in the spirit of it. And it gets out, it's infectious. And, but then the game starts and you keep it moving, it's lively, and then 15 minutes later, it's over. It's over. And, and you're begging for more. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, it's, um, honestly, Tom, like, yeah, when I got this audition back, you know, it was an audition. People say, oh, how'd you get involved? I mean, a lot of people think I created it. I did not create it. The yes. two, Russ yes. and Colin created it. This guy's in front of the camera. Yeah. 
He's not the one making. He's not sitting in a in front of a computer screen, no. coding all night. Right. There's a great team of engineers who are doing that. But when I went in for the audition, which was a pretty you know standard audition, you know, reading off a prompter and, mm-hmm. in a little studio, and I, they're explaining what this was, and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, an app, yeah, an app show, like. Okay, maybe I'll get taxi TV after this. Sure. Yeah, maybe this will leave to elevator yes. TV. Yeah, you'll end up. <laughs> Gas hey, everybody. hey, everybody. It's Scott. <laughs> Scott Rogowski. I want to just tell you, before you, uh, before, <laughs> before, you before you fill up, <laughs> just want to let you know about, and then that's it. Yeah. There's a two for one on Aquafina. <laughs> yes. Just, hey, guys, head on inside. They got these, uh, they got the Kit Kat, the white chocolate Kit Kats inside. <laughs> It's a special. They found a box of Cadbury eggs laying in the back storage room. They're still there. They're twenty five cents each. Yeah. That's a seventy. And like, then it just ends. And, yeah, and it cuts off mid sentence because yeah. the guy filled up and he's on his way. So, so you don't I, know I, what I, I truly. Yeah, no, because no one. This has never been done before. Now I'm sure there are other other competitors coming up and they're going. Okay, you've seen HQ, so now we're going to do HQ. And oh, I get it. I totally. Yeah, this yeah. was like. What? No, you're you're going into into uncharted territory. Uncharted, yeah. Because there really has been no show that is hosted. Again, I won't use the A word. <laughs> hosted, but but it, it, it but interactive, yeah. real Live, time, real time feature that is entertaining and is re- resembles things you're familiar with, right. like television and game shows and things. But is on an, on the platform you're not used to seeing right. a talking human talk to you in real time and engage with you and interact with you. And yeah. So it really is it really is impressive and it really um, yeah I just uh, isn't it funny it took so long for this to come I mean because because when you think about it it kind of makes a perfect sense. Well, that's the thing. That's when everybody now is uh, oh, everybody's wisdom. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. They, of course. <laughs> <laughs> like every, everybody knows better, right? That that's like, yeah. That's, of course, that, it had to happen with the thing. I had I said something about it. Like <laughs> they should have a thing on it that does. It's like, yeah. well, go you go make that then, <laughs> right? Now, now to just give people context, Scott, mm-hmm. you you are from the East Coast. You're a yeah. Long Island. Guy. No, come on. No, you're from Westchester. Westchester, which is. The Long Island of Northern The Long Island New York. of Northern New York, yes. So it's close. So but you're from Westchester. Yeah, and uh, grew, I'm born, I like to say born in Manhattan because mm-hmm. you got to give me props for being born yes. at Mount Sinai, 96th Street. You were born in Manhattan. And then quickly got the heck out of there. Across a bridge. <laughs> yeah, paid that toll. And, yes. No, so now uh, I grew up in Westchester, Harrison, New York, H-Town. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, uh, and we all know Harrison. And I, I've been living in New York basically my whole life until, you know, I went to college in Baltimore for four years, but never lived anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, been doing my, yeah, my talk show for many years. Running late. Running late, which with, you've been a guest. Uh, I've been a guest a couple times yeah. on. And cause, cause you've been, what was the initial dream, Scott? What was the thing? Who was the, oh. <laughs> my dream was to I get sneezed you. on by Pat. I tell you. I tell you. <laughs> No, no, stand here. For he a couldn't second. make the six inches of the door. No, 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 you gotta, no, Pat, get back in here. Get back in here. I want all, uh, Mike and Jason, get Line in here. Line them up. Get in here. All three of you. No, don't bring the mic toward you. You're not talking. <laughs> did you just see what, you, did you hear what just I happened? Heard it. I heard yeah. It. He tried to hold it. This guy comes in. We, for, for, look, we got it. We got a, we got a, a top shelf guest, first of all. It's been a long time. Was it Paul Rudd's the last one we had up here? Right? We drove him off. He's not coming back anytime soon. 
We ran him out. I never saw anybody. Uh, Usain Bolt did not run <laughs> as fast as Paul Rudd did to get out of here when the show was over. But Jason doesn't come to the thing. Yes, uh, I love this. The tension. It's too good. He's not there. Eh, well, okay. How many so, lashes? How many lashes does Pat get for that? We finally get. We finally get a top shelf guy. Pat ducks in here to take pictures. Oh no! Oh, and you're, I understand why. This guy comes in here, sneezes. Have you seen with the flu epidemic how far a sneeze travels? Oh yeah, yeah. no, Scott. It hit the, yeah. hit the wall. Yeah, there's going to be some, uh, some some stuffy episodes of HQ coming up <laughs> now. Everybody, welcome to HQ. Yeah, it's yeah. me. I, I'm sweating. I don't feel so good. No, he tried to get out. Uh, I'm just saying. Yeah. Bad optics. Bad optics. Uh-huh. Saying bad optics. Should I take his chair? Bad optics. Yeah, we got but, but, your chair. You're you're suspended from chair from new chair privileges for the rest of the night. Get back on your old chair. <laughs> you guys were talking about running late. Yes. Oh, thank, thank you. Thanks. You can sit on the chair. You did a good job. You paid attention. That's producing right there. Yes. So we're yeah, because you do your show. You started off. Out here, mm-hmm. East Coast. Who East, were the East who, Coast stomping? Who were the first people that made that made you think? Oh, comedy is a thing I'm interested in, and this is this seems to press my buttons. Yeah, um, not unlike someone presses one of the three choices on <laughs> HQ. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, no, that's it's. Uh, yeah, let's think here. I mean, early on, you know, um, I, I watched a lot of Comedy Central growing up. Uh, sure. I guess the early days of comedy, a lot of Premium Blend. Those days, of premium mm-hmm. blend. But um, yes. before that, I guess honestly, and you know, Adam Sandler's tapes, mm-hmm. uh, Alan Sherman's records. My dad okay. had Alan Sherman stuff. Weird Al. I love yeah. the musical comedy. Okay. Uh, the parodies, the song parodies, and um, I didn't. You know, look, I never honestly. I'm not the kind of kid who was going. Yeah, I'm going to be a comedian when mm-hmm. I'm uh, when I'm little. No, uh, you know, I pff, frankly didn't realize you can make that a career. Like so many people say. Yeah. You know, yeah. And then um, I got to college. I thought, okay, I'm going to go to law school. My dad yeah. went to law school. I mean, his dad mm-hmm. went to law school. Everyone's a lawyer. And yeah. I'll just do that, and that'll yeah, be yeah. my life. Poli sci major, mm-hmm. just kind of do that. But I, I was, you know, I was doing a humor magazine in high school. Huge yeah. fan of The Onion. Okay. And I, and then uh, college, I kind of took over the humor magazine and rebranded it in the Onion format. Okay. It was sort of like a schlocky. And what was it called? Mad magazine. Yeah. That was the Black and Blue Jay. Okay. The Johns Hopkins Black and Blue Jay. Okay. Uh, which apparently was one of the most storied, you know, oldest humor magazines, and it was it had just fallen into disrepair. Okay. Um, so got that going. And and college is where I did my first stand up show. I didn't I didn't do it until I was twenty years old and I took a class. Mm-hmm. It was a stand up class that was the final project was five minutes of your own material. Yeah. Um so I watched a lot of Seinfeld just to get like, you know, the mannerisms down because I didn't really know my biggest thing was how do you stand sure. up there? Yeah. Where do you put your hands? Do you yeah, hold you the do mic? It? Do you yeah. take the thing out? Do you yeah. put them in your pockets? This was driving me nuts and it still does. I, I'm still very mm-hmm. uncomfortable doing stand up. Mostly because I don't know where to put my hands. Well, that's why you're behind it. That's why desk I like, now. yeah. So I, I so transitioned away from that into the talk show thing, but, um, yeah, so many. Influences. So did that became, so you, you, but you've always liked to be a part of it. Yeah. What I'm trying to paint here is paint the, the picture. picture. I'm not good at painting my own picture. This guy, <laughs> this guy 
this is not some silver spoon guy who had the clear path. No. This guy's been eating it yes. in the trenches with all these other maniacs and animals in New York. And look, all you need to do is meet some of these New York stand-ups. These are the worst people you've, you'd ever want to meet. And this is a nice guy in a sea of animals and mutants trying to hold on to his dignity in the face of just mass mass delusion that goes on of anybody yeah. trying to make a thing. And then you add in the sociopathy of the New York stand-up. <laughs> and I'm amazed this guy made it as far as he, he made it. He made it through the other side. It's It's just... I'm amazed because, like, I was ready. I really was ready to give it up, and I, and I, I you know, for for much of the past couple of years, it was a pretty much a daily struggle to stay in this thing. Sure, I know, and 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 listening to you, Tom, all these years, in your weekly. Oh no, it's odes to quitting. We're all in the same boat. <laughs> we're all in the same boat. You bang your head against a wall, and you keep banging it, and yep. the thing is, nobody gets. You don't get to say when you're when you paid no. your dues. You don't get to say that. No, you and you say, don't. I'm done. Yeah. I paid my dues. It's like no, you didn't. And not only that, there's no milestone. You know, in this business, there's no you know yearly progress reports. No, there's no boss looking over yeah. your shoulder saying, "Hey, good job. Yeah. We're going to promote you. You're getting a raise no. this year." No, there's none of that. You're just you're in this invisible jungle, Jim. You're this yeah. rope score. You have no idea where it ends, where it starts, <laughs> how far and, you're climbing up the rope. And you know the worst part of it all is Scott is that that something you're always you're the last one to know what was the what was going on the whole time where somebody would go like you finally be like I think I'm done and they'd be like oh yeah yeah no it's time you yeah why yeah. I nobody knew why you were still going right. at this thing you're like well and nobody could have told me uh-huh. could have given me any any heads up on that like no oh no like yeah you were you were bad at that. Like, like, I was bad at it. But you all just stood there and let me keep doing it over and over. Uh It's like, yeah. Good good set. Good set. Yeah. Everybody. Every good set you get. Yeah. Every little. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) But you just. But that's the that's the difference. The people who just you you you, you maybe you don't have anywhere else to go. Maybe you have nowhere else to go. I, I only know how to do this. You know, I I truthfully, well, I really was gonna give up on New York. That was the first step. So I, that was that was kind of you were at the end of the rope yeah. with trying to make it work. In because New York. I'd given it ten years. Mm-hmm. I, I moved here in two thousand seven and yeah. living with a couple other stand ups, and we were living you know really like broke stand up mm-hmm. comedians mm-hmm. out in Bushwick, and then. I did this for ten years, and you know, I reached some some success with with running late, and we've had yeah. some great shows over the six years, and gotten a lot of good press mm-hmm. here. But at the same time, didn't have an agent, didn't have a manager. Nothing yeah. was really, mm-hmm. you know, I was not going in with these meetings, and no one was taking yeah. me seriously. So and I, you're trying to get in anywhere. You're I, trying. I was to, trying behind the camera, in front of the camera. I've been I've been producing and writing on shows yeah. all this time. Because there's a point, the Scar Brothers. I you know I know I've known Scar Brothers a long time. The Scar Brothers are like, yeah, we got this. Uh, we're working with Scott. He's like, well, what were you doing? You were you were washing their their gym shorts or something on a a thing like something like Scott's behind the scene. Like I always thought of you as in front of the the camera guy. Like that was where you wanted to be. But then you were producing, yeah. And you're just you're just doing whatever just you doing can, whatever. Just say yes. That's yeah. the. But no, but the Sklars came to me a couple of years ago mm-hmm. with this podcast that they're doing, finding the funny and. You know, they're like, you want to produce our podcast? We we love you. Think you're funny. And I, mm-hmm. I, I I had never produced a podcast in my life. Yeah, I I didn't know what they were talking. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, sure. And actually, I had Alex here who came with me. He the first trip to Buffalo, I brought him along because he's doing podcast. Yeah. I'm like Alex, tell me how. Well, do I press this? I record the. That's all I got to do. Yeah. Record the audio. Uh-huh. Okay, it's not yeah. that hard. Yeah. <laughs> I realize those, it's, those things can. <laughs> 
the technical part of things, you yeah. can learn right. how to do that part. It's the instincts and the things like that is yeah. what separates people who are who who belong and maybe don't belong so much. Right. And the, but look, who knows what it even but belong you never know. means? That's such a so so yes. Yeah, so you're grinding it out. You're mm-hmm. you're behind the scenes. You're doing this. You're doing that. And you're just like, what what am I supposed to do here? Well, how much more can I keep right. doing this? Most of the jobs are in Los Angeles. And the celebrities are in lunch. I mean, you know, I'm doing a talk show and a lot of that hinges on booking guests. Yeah. How many and... times are you going to get Sal Volcano right. to show up at, your, <laughs> Sal. at running late? Richard Kind has been, yeah. yeah. Richard, yeah. He's, he's my goat. He's my, 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 uh. He's your Tony Randall. <laughs> he's my Tony Randall. Yeah, your Al exactly. Roker. My Orson Bean. So you, yeah, so you, at some point you're just like, did I, have I, have I cashed out every opportunity right. here? Right. So I actually gave up my apartment in, in, in May. Okay. And I said, um, let me move back home with the parents for a couple months, save some money. Okay. And then move to LA. Cause I did shows in LA last February and March. That's they right. were fantastic. Yeah. People, people, I, I heard Rebecca Sugar. Yes. Rebecca Sugar, who's, uh, my overlord on Steven Universe. Well, show creator. I call her <laughs> the overlord though. But, um, yes, I heard all sorts of great things about you went out. You did yeah. running late in Los Angeles. Ten shows great out guests, there. Got people, Weird Al. People loved it. Yeah. yeah. And then, but then, so I'm I like, thought, what am I still doing in New York? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I I said, let me just do it. I, I've never done it. Everyone's moving out there, so I gave up the apartment. I was going to move, and that right around this time, like it was like I gave up my apartment, and then HQ says, yes, yeah, so we want to offer you the gig. Uh huh. Because you had done the audition. I did the audition like in April, and so I hadn't heard it? for six yeah. weeks. So you walk in there like, all right, come on, come on in. We read some questions. Yeah. 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 Essentially, it, it was. Uh, you know, it was, it was, it was some, you know, they wanted me to improvise and stuff and riff on it. And this was right around the time of the Facebook killer, actually. It was like the day of that. Remember that guy uh-huh. who killed the, yeah. live on Facebook? It was horrible yeah. crime. Yeah. Terrible. And of course, I'm like trying to work that in. Yeah. You know, <laughs> working some like, riffs on the Facebook killer. The Facebook killer. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, there's this guy on Facebook. Uh, uh, yeah. The Facebook killer. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> what's the, <laughs> what, what sound does the cow yeah, make? <laughs> exactly. Just, yeah, you're trying to get the the it's quiz just, in. Yeah, warm warm them up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the, so, the, the, got the, the got the room a little cold on that one. Is so, there any part in an audition like that? Where I mean, where are you going into like a rented office? For yeah, it was like a studio. Like, and is there ever a point where you think they're just going to go like, so let's see, uh, would you that with your shirt off? Let's see how that uh, how that looks on you, camera. You, you know what? Like though? it was like fame. Yeah. I, honestly. I, yeah. I, I had to do an audition with my shirt off once. This was for, you're not kidding. I, I've done maybe, I can count on two hands the amount of auditions I've done in my life. I'm not, uh-huh. I don't consider myself an actor. Yeah. I'd gone out for Broad City a couple times what, to be like yeah. one of Abby's boyfriends, uh-huh. didn't get it. Yeah. But, uh, but it was in a Gillette commercial. Uh huh. And I got a call back amazingly. Yeah. And they said, all right, so you're going to be topless in the ad. So uh-huh. can you take your shirt off? And I'm going, all right. I mean, I'm not in good shape. And it was, uh, oh, didn't get the ad. First didn't of all, get this it. guy's like, this guy's so ripped. <laughs> I had to walk in sideways to get in here. Oh, stop. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's yeah. No, but so it's 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 uh you're, these auditions you know they're brutal. But I, this one, the, my my you know the secret to this was I just didn't really care. If you don't care about the thing, mm-hmm. that's when it works. Yes. That's what they always say. That's a bit, and it and it it does. It really works. works. Yeah. If, if you truly go into things and you're like, I cannot. Put my 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 identity is not being. This is not a a a referendum right. on me as a person. If I get this thing or don't get a thing, 
I can't care about this. Yeah. I'm just going to do what I do. And I had the L.A. thing. I'm going, okay, look, if I get this, yeah. great. If not, I'm moving to L.A., and I'm yeah. going to take Running Late out there and do a weekly show, yeah. and I was getting a whole – I had the producer setting up, and a pub, I was getting the venue together. Yeah. I was you know, really you were, making yeah. moves over there. You were ready to go. Ready to go. So I said, all right, you know what? We'll see what this – and it actually – but even honestly, even when I got this HQ uh-huh. thing yeah. over the summer, I was still like, "Oh, the opposition's hiring." Yeah, Jordan Klepper. All yeah, right, yeah. I submitted to be a producer and, okay. and, a, and a correspondent. Sure. None of that came through. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I guess I'm stuck with this HQ. Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> what is the first moment? Because you're doing this thing kind of in a vacuum. I'm sure in August, I'm sure it's a little bit of a, a little. It feels like it's a. It's yeah, we probably a, had it's a thousand all, people yeah. in there. What's the first huge upswing numbers wise? I mean, that we, went from like a few thousand to what? Yeah, I mean, we, we, it was it, it it started going from like when we hit a thousand, that was huge. Get those four figures, mm-hmm. and then it, I think it jumped to like uh, you know seven thousand the next mm-hmm. week. Oh wow, that's a big jump! And then yeah. seven thousand became twenty thousand the week yeah. after, and mm-hmm. it started really you know that exponential growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You started seeing it. You just twenty became forty became ninety. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy! Shit. I mean, every yeah, week yeah, we yeah. just bump suddenly up. this yeah. thing is moving. Yeah. And then, the, and then what, what's the first time you heard someone that you didn't even know kind of like where you saw it kind of bleed into that? Yeah. What was that like? Yeah. I mean, getting, uh, you know, a lot of friends. It's the friends who aren't really your friends mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. who, who text you and you haven't heard from them five years. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, this, yeah. this HQ thing's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks. But meanwhile, I've been telling everybody to sign up in beta and no one was responding. Yeah. Nobody gets back to you. Yeah. Hey, you guys, this, I think you like it and, you know, sign up yeah. with this thing. And yeah. No, nobody. No. Yeah. But and at that point, <laughs> what was the prize level when it first started? 50 bucks. $50. Yeah. So we started at 50. Now we're giving out 2,500 is the base minimum. Yes. 2,500. As much as 15,000 on yes. Sunday nights. Yes. Which, so. yeah. Have you won, Tom? You've, you've been playing. Yeah, I have not won. I've come. <laughs> I got to 10, I think, was the that's, closest. That's I great. Got. Look, it's hard. It is hard. Yeah. And some of the questions are a little bogus. And the thing, well, that's, don't say that. That's well, not true. I mean, it's not, not bogus in the sense that they're, no, they're inaccurate, but they're like, who's going to know this? Yeah, well, that's exactly, <laughs> that's the challenge. Yeah. And there's, you know what the worst feeling is? You get number six wrong and then you realize you could have run the yeah. table on Seven, eight, nine, yeah. ten. Oh, yeah. yeah. Suddenly, I look. And it's also, I got these people listening. You figure one of these bums would throw me a thing. I got one, one extra, uh, life. Life, extra life once. I didn't even know what was happening. Suddenly, just like, you're still going. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm still in this thing. Give out your code. If, if you refer, if you sign up using Tom's code, he'll get an extra life. How about that? Do, I Do you know what your code, code is? I don't think I have If you go to it, then it should say, uh. Let's see. What's my code? It should, it should pop up there, the referral code where you invite, invite your friends. But, uh, no, it's, um, yeah, extra lives will keep you in the game. Yeah. And those are huge because if you get out on Q5 or Q6, yeah. you're still in there. Yeah. And how many extra lives can you just get one? One, one game? per game. And now we just introduced a new feature where you can choose to use it. Before it was automatic. That's so right. now people were like, oh, I want to save it for the big Sunday night strategic, game. Strategic, yeah. You can be strategic yeah, now. The money's on the line. They're constantly innovating on this thing. Yeah. And, uh, now so it's really, I mean, Tom, I'm doing Kelly and Ryan tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. It's crazy. Yeah. But this, all this stuff is. You did the CBS. CBS this right. morning. New Year, New Year's Rock and Eve. They had me on there I for two minutes. Saw some of that. You had your tuxedo and on. All this pancake makeup, yeah. and it was horrible. So, no. <laughs> what's the feeling like when the thing when when you're standing there and there's a tech problem? What's that feel like for you? Um, you're just because it also look once in a while. Yeah. Because again, it's a new technology. These guys are sorting it. It's like it's like Apollo thirteen. This thing. Yes. It's science it's like fiction. They're gluing this stuff together. They're barely keeping this thing in the air. <laughs> and 
So once, but once in a while, there's a thing, and you get that. I tell you, first of all, you because it's you, and there's these other uh, auxiliary hosts mm-hmm. come on this thing when you're when you're unavailable for mm-hmm. the thing, and you look at the when the thing crashes and they're on. I think I saw one of them left once. <laughs> I think they just left. They put up a thing. Be back in five minutes, like a store. <laughs> Like when somebody has to go to the bathroom at a store, they just taped up a sign, be back in five minutes. But you stand there. They don't let me off the hook. You stand there and you ride that thing in that first second you go. <sighs> ah. You're like, okay. Yeah. And, and I, <laughs> But I, when you do that, I'll say this. That is the testament to what Scott Rogowski brings to the table when you, it's not when it's going good yep. that tells the tale. It's when that thing goes down and suddenly you're like, cause the first question is first of the first question is the dumbest thing you ever heard on this thing. Be like, <laughs> Mac logo has what fruit? <laughs> Peach, cherry, apple. And then you'll be like, it'll be like, and then you're like, okay. And then, but then there's that that slight <laughs> second where you you clearly you it doesn't eyes. look the way it usually looks, and you're like, and there's just a, like an inhale, uh-huh. and you're just riding. What is Here it that? Goes. Just turn on those yeah. reserves. Is that like? Is that like? Because like, I, I, whenever I've been in a thing where it's like, if you fall and it suddenly slows down, or you get in a car crash. And the time, time just slows. slows. You remember every, is that what that's like? Shrapnels flying through the air. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like, and, yeah, it's like bullet time. Yeah. Suddenly you're like bending out of the way of the bullet. I mean, but the look, bullet's it's, bending toward you in that case. I have, honestly, in the quarter of my eye, I'm seeing like the director frantically smashing at the keyboard. Uh-huh. Is, is that what try, it is? Yeah. He's like trying to reboot the thing and everything. Yeah. And then sometimes you got people flying into the room and, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, I'm just trying to maintain that cool and stare down the barrel of that camera and, you know, try to keep the show entertaining. I mean, I, I should have a copy of The Great Gatsby next to me. <laughs> start, start reading, reading from start that. reading yeah. that. Yeah. But, um, or they could throw up a technical difficulty sign. I won't be mad about that. So no, that, but they, that's, that's happened a few times. And, um, I'm not going to say it's in, enjoyable because, uh, it's definitely a touch and go, but like, it, a, like a New Year's Eve, New Year's like Eve a particularly was, rough one. was a rough one. Um, Cause that was a bummer. I mean, it was New Year's Eve yes, and you're, you're dressed to I'm the dressed nines. Up. I gave up my fish got... tickets for that. Yeah. You know, Tom, I, yeah. my, me and my fish. Gave up your fish tickets. My New Year's Eve fish tickets. Yeah. Well, that seems like a good thing. <laughs> right? Cause look, I know you love fish. Uh, yeah, well, and that's look, it's yeah, fine. I, I love, all, got... I like lots of different music. Exactly. I know that everybody's got their thing. This is my guilty Everybody, pleasure. Everybody, it doesn't have to be a guilty pleasure. You love it. You love it. You like going to Madison Square Garden. You watch. They come out. What are they hitting around beach balls or something? Kick, sometimes the balls shows. land on the show and they right? kick them out. Yeah, jump it on trampolines. Yeah, and they're doing what they play in the White Album. They have a big yeah, they have a big gag yeah, on New Year's yeah. Eve. And yeah, they're a fun. Band. And you know, so we were talking outside here because because you know some of the guys at Canopy also fans. The the universe you created. Uh huh. Is similar to, to what they've done. It's yeah. the same kind of community and. I've never been so insulted in my whole life. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I, it's, it's, I, I understand. We've tried to get you into it. I know other people have tried to get you yeah, into it. Harris Whittles tried I to know. get, I, he had his show Analyze Fish where I went on that, the late great Harris Whittles, and he was like, 
playing me these clips from Fish. He's just like, listen to this song. 11 minutes in, it starts to sound like the Who. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, he would play it 11 minutes in. I'm just like, well, Harris, you have to realize the problem is the first 10 minutes is what I'm, what I have a problem with. The 10 minutes that don't sound like the Who. You're trying to play me a section that remind that you know I'll like because it brings someone better to mind, <laughs> and better is a subjective thing. You, look, it's just like look. You you're, got to see the Who for the yeah, ten minutes of the Who. But you're the fish of HQ I, I, to a lot of people. Is that, what does that mean? And some of these other people are the oh right, I get it. Cheese incident. What is it? String you got cheese incident. String cheese incident. Like Colin Jost is str- string cheese incident. <laughs> and then you got. <laughs> Like, I'm not going to put these other people. They're all fine. I think Casey Jost is a very funny guy. He's funny on Impractical Jokers. He's funny when he fills in on the thing. You got a good group of people, but I'll say this. There's only one Scott, man, and you all know it. And these HQ eggheads. HQDs. No, the eggheads. I'm talking the eggheads. You better realize we'll follow Scott. We're there for Scott. That's nice, but I'm here for HQ too. Yes. I'm I'm here for the long haul. I, I signed on for a while now, and so we're gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a fun ride, and I'm. Yeah. I'm honestly. I mean, people are saying, "Well, what are you gonna do next? What's mm-hmm. what do you want?" It's like, well, no. Honestly, mm-hmm. well, you get a TV show. It's like this is 1.6 million people are watching yeah, this. That thing. is a TV like, show. Yeah. I mean, why would I want to go? Exactly. Well, you know, oh, you're maybe, getting three times the ratings of. Of yeah. most of the talk shows, yeah. Now. Maybe I'll get a show on Pop Network. Like yes. maybe maybe I'll be exactly. able to get a a, yeah. a, 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 yeah. a, a TV Land show yeah. that gets seen <laughs> by forty five thousand people. Yeah, I mean, like this you're is you, insane. You, yes. No, so, no, oh no, no. So yeah. I'm here for. I'll do this the next twenty years. Yeah. If if, if this keeps well, growing and getting. Not, like no, I mean, why not? Hey why guys, not? it's me. Still here. <laughs> Still here. Yeah. It's not like it used to be. <laughs> All right. Trivia's prize. Trivia's timeless. Yeah. Look, I'll just give you guys a prize. All five right. grand, five thousand Bitcoin. Yeah. Let me just get out of here. All right. <laughs> Look, what if we just agree to divide it up right now, and I could just leave? No, it's really great. We got Scott Rogowski here. He's uh, the host of HQ, the 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 yeah. online the um, uh, the Tevy of trivia. The, the yes, and you've got all. I got all these your, nicknames. Do you like the nicknames? nicknames? I do. Yeah. I like the nicknames, and that's one of those things. That's one and of how those about things. the best show reference. I mean, do we the, want look, to talk please. about this? These best, you go on and you do these best show references, and I get people. They all this is what I get every uh, like people go. Hey, I don't know if you know this. Yeah, but on this HQ thing, I think this guy. Yeah. Likes the best show. Yeah. He, he, the other night he made ten references yeah. to it, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, please, like, like, it's the most flattering thing ever. I love it." But but it's so funny. I get these tweets from people like, "Hey, um, is was that a bet? Are, are do you happen to be a best show fan? Yeah. I, I caught a reference. Like, said Newbridge. Yeah, yes. it's like no, it's no, like I'm not. Yeah, I, I happen to be using these extremely I unique just, yes words and, and <laughs> phrases. No, I love that part. That's the greatest. Yeah. Hey, Mike, you have a flip phone, right? Can you do HQ on a flip phone? We we haven't gotten that technology yet. Mike's got the phone that on Breaking Bad, when he was ready to leave town, Robert Forster gave him that phone. He gave him a copy of, he gave him, Mike's got a burner phone. (laughs) Mike, Mike is, Mike didn't realize he was supposed to burn that phone at a point. Uh He just kept using the burner phone. Right, Mike? 
They don't even charge him. They somehow, they, he's fallen through the cracks <laughs> with this phone plan. He just has an open-ended phone. They just haven't looked. It's like a library book. Yeah, they, they've all been arrested for racketeering, all yeah. the people who run, like run, everybody run the, who's using the cell phone, phone company. They're all gone. <laughs> they're all in the clink. Mike, Mike's, phone, Mike's phone line is still active for some reason. But no, it's, uh, it's, it's not available on flip phones yet, but we're getting there. And let me just say this first, this on a side note. Tomorrow, my friend Marsha, who works on The Best Show, it's her birthday tomorrow. So happy birthday to my friend Marsha, one of my favorite people. And uh, yes, I want to say that because uh, that's all. If I don't say it now, I'll forget to say it. Then I'll feel bad for the rest of the year. <laughs> so, And I also want to say this. Speaking of old things, I was going through a, a, a drawer near my television set. And I what did I find in it, Mike? Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you what I found. I don't know. You know. Once you listen to the show and you'll find out. There's a, a Netflix DVD in there, right? Because, look, most, most people have Netflix. They just watch the things on the streaming thing. But I'll say this. If you like movies, there's some movies that aren't available on the stream. They, the thing with Netflix, they get eight movies on the thing. It's all original programming. And then you can watch uh, the, the Ridiculous Six or... Uh, Sandy Wexler are the only new movies on the thing. But what if I want to watch some old movies, some weird old movie? That's why you had to do the thing. I kept my subscription for it. Admittedly, I might not be taking advantage of it. I might be hemorrhaging money on the DVD portion of my Netflix subscription. I found a DVD for the movie La Bette Humaine. You know that movie, Mike? Well... I've had a copy for a while. Seven years. <laughs> Look, I rotated the other two out. I just never watched this one. Um, the Human Beast? I believe that's what the translation is. What's, but, what's, well, I'm not a... So here's my challenge. Is this New Wave? Is this French? It, it's something like that, I'm sure. <laughs> Some art thing. It feels like homework. That's <laughs> yeah, why I didn't exactly. watch it yet. Just like, oh, this is going to give me a headache. I'll just let it... I'll pass. See what Sandy, Wex- Sandy Wexler's up to. The Meyerowitz Diaries. Yeah, Diaries. see what that's. I didn't get a chance to watch that yet. No, me neither. But Wexler was good, actually. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, too. I enjoy Adam Sandler. Pleasantly surprised. So I'll say this. This is my challenge. I will give a prize over the next week. Next week on the show, I will announce. You have one week. Who has the? Who has had a Netflix... DVD for the longest amount of time. That is the challenge. What you have to do is take a picture of the DVD in the, with the white sleeve with the date, with something that proves that it's now. And then also take a screenshot of your Netflix account to say when you received the movie. And whoever has had one for the longest amount of time, I will give a prize to. Yes, you can. How long, Mike? Over a year. Now you're not going to win this thing. I'd beat you with that. Seven years. I got seven. So that's the challenge. You win Tom's copy of La Bette Humaine. You'll win <laughs> the Netflix copy that I will tell Netflix. Well, I never got that. Yeah. Or I mailed that back. It's on your hands now. How many times do you think people are just like, I mailed that back, and then they just keep it? Yeah. yeah. All right. And Netflix Lost in the mail. Netflix is always just like. All right, fine. All right, you mailed it back. 
we don't trust you, but there's nothing we can we can't prove that you have it in your home yeah. right now. You think it's a flawed business model, but they're doing okay. Yeah, well, I think they might be doing less okay if they didn't have the uh, the, uh, the, 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 streaming. the the streaming. Yeah, thing. I think that maybe pulled that, them pulled <laughs> pulled the nose of that plane. Bumped the stock price up, up a little bit. Yeah, that plane might have been pointing downward until it. Uh, yeah, until they had uh, some original shows and movies to make everyone yeah. on Earth subscribe. The yeah. phone number, I'm going to say this, the phone number, 201-332-3484. Now, what is a day like on HQ? What is a day for you like in the life of the host of HQ? It's about it's about 15 minutes of doing the show twice okay. a day and then sure. about nine hours on Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, just communicating just- with other people. I mean, Tom, I wanted to talk uh-huh. to you about this because I- I'm so, I'm so, you know, I, I admire you so much for your, your, oh, aunt, your going off, but going off Twitter. That was such a, an incredible thing you did. And I want to so badly abandon uh-huh. ship as well. But mm-hmm. now, just as I was so oh. ready to quit, uh-huh. that's one again. But this is not your time to quit. But this is the I time when to... people know who you are. Right. I have You've to. You've got Jimmy Kimmel knows who Scott's. Jimmy Kimmel's guest a fan hosted. of Scott. He guest hosted HQ. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon plays HQ. Yeah. I just found out uh Josh Groban is tweeting about HQ. Yeah, see? This is a time when you've got to be on Twitter. Finally, you finally somebody could... say something to you for what? once in your life. You, there was the past seven years is when you didn't have nothing. to be on it. Yeah, I get two yeah. likes, one retweet. Yeah. That, was, that was my Twitter career for six yeah. years. And then and now, <laughs> now is the, that's not when you run I from I know, it. but it's, I, but I have an issue because now, now I have to be very careful with what, what I tweet. I can't even, you know, I was making all these jokes for so many years and now I have to, you know, be a little more circumspect about the material well, you, because you it's. pull it in a little bit. Look, I people know how in. you feel about things. People know how you feel of where you stand on stuff. I think so. I mean, the, the other day I was reading the Times on the way to, in, on mm-hmm. the train and there's a story about Woody Allen and, Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this picture of him in this bucket hat. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. okay, I take a picture of the bucket, Woody yeah. Allen, the bucket hat, uh-huh. and I tweet my official statement on Woody Allen, lose the bucket hat. Yeah. And that's, you know, just, it's, it's uh-huh. been a bad era. The bucket hat era, Woody Allen. Yes. It's been a bad, and that, oh, delete this. Delete. Uh-huh. You're getting canceled. How yeah. dare you trivialize a, it's like, what? I you're mean, just, I have to, ma- yeah, look. But I have to, now I have to like deal with that. Look, I mean, I'll, yes. say, I'll say this. Be on the thing. Maybe you don't have to dance on the thing. Don't dance on the yeah. thing. Just stay away just from be, it. Just be on it. There's right. No, there's no. There's no winning on. There's social no winning media on it. That's the thing. You have. You have the thing that people on Twitter don't have, Scott. A better platform to express yourself. Yeah. So that's where you express yourself. You True. don't worry about. You worry about Twitter is a faulty way to express your talent and creativity. You have a successful, effective way to show who you are, so you you do that, and you just Twitter is a thing that just is there for you to just say this is going on, that's going on. Right. That's it. You don't have to dance on it anymore. You're done dancing. I'm done, I'm done dancing. I, I I reached it. Huh? You're okay. done dancing. You're through the door. Hmm. And I look, is there a part of it that haunts me? That now. I'm eating your dust. Yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah, there is a part. There's a part that keeps me up at night where I stare at the ceiling saying why. Not why, how. how? I say how. How? I don't know how. I say, and I say, bleeping Scott. Never I would have lost that bet. I, believe me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, the only reason I said it is because 
I see myself in it. Just another sucker grinding it out. Just oh, like I'm the guy emailing you four years ago. Hey, can I take you out to breakfast? Yeah. So I can pitch you oh, on yeah, this yeah, thing. No, that happened. <laughs> that happened. We met. We met. I At tell a you, diner. I, I made the wrong call on that. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of busy with my own things now. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, uh, buddy. But uh, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. I'm a little busy with my own things, and now I'm like, you could have uh, had me, Tom. You could have had now, me cheap. Yeah. Could have had you cheap. I can't afford this guy now. Now we got to see how AP Mike does answering uh, trivia questions. <laughs> but that's, I mean, honestly, that's the um, that's the crazy thing about all this. Because, yes, for, for so long, I've been the guy chasing mm. other people down. Yeah. I mean, I've been, for the last six years, I've been emailing celebrities to do my show. That's yeah. what I've been doing. Yeah. Emailing, just groveling, you know, play, showing them clips to my reel. Yeah. You, you were know. doing you were doing this this show uh, this show uh, running late, which is a talk which show. I'm still doing. Which by there's the way. one ca- coming there's Thursday one night, this, this Thursday. Thursday. Gilbert Godfrey, this and you look at the lineup. Anthony of the Dominic. This guy gets now this lineup. First of all, the previous shows was they were he was doing it in a phone booth. <laughs> it's running late. It's Scott and his dad set up a like a card table that he puts a <laughs> drapes a sheet on and that works as a talk in show. In a TD desk. Bank vestibule. Yes. And they're, they're, and the one time I, the second time I did it, the first time I did it was fun. It was in, out in Brooklyn at the, where is that? The Galapagos Art Space. Right, that long yeah. defunct. That was a very nice place. That was had, great. Had, it was very well designed venue where <laughs> who doesn't want a moat in a mm-hmm. club? I actually, Stepped in the water at some point in the night where I'm just like, oh, let me go down the staircase. Oh, I actually, my sneaker is wet now. That's 1,600 square foot indoor lake. Yeah. Which they boasted. I mean, that was supposed to be the draw. Who would have thought that that place would not be in business anymore? Yeah. (laughs) But then Scott does the show. I did it. It was at a, it was at a year ago. Uh, Not Uh, even a year ago. The second time was just, uh, September, wasn't it? It was last September. Right. With yeah. Dick Cavett. This is the yeah, fa- was the infamous Dick Cavett event. When Dick Cavett, when Bax hits me and, and Sal Volcano from Impractical Jokers and then the legendary Dick Cavett. And I say something to him and I never got, I never got looked through <laughs> harder. This guy, I, 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 this guy looked through me like I was a ghost. And then, uh, he went, oh, uh, or whatever he said. The old hi-hat. I tried to introduce, yeah. And then just like watching this guy go, it's like, look. Go tell your stories dude, about Groucho Marx. Go, go talk about Groucho Marx again. Great. Groucho Marx is uh, on the other side screaming. What? How many stories are you going to tell about me? <laughs> He's banging down on the, the 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 line that divides the living and the dead. He's saying, shut up. Stop talking about me. Another Groucho story. He's got more miles out of Groucho than Groucho got. Out yes, of exactly. Yeah. At this point, the Marx brothers did not get as much. <laughs> <laughs> they did not milk it as hard as Dick Cap. But look, neither here. He's a very nice no, guy. The best. He I mean. just, I was not interesting to him at all that night. But now you're doing the show Thursday. It's like Gilbert Gottfried and it's Anthea Tamanek. Yeah. And, and it's where is the show? The Gramercy again? The Gramercy Theater. Theater. This guy's doing the show in a legit this big like, place. Yeah. That's I can't great. I believe it. I know. They, yeah, Live Nation came to and they said, you know, you want to you want to do a show with us? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, really? 450? I mean, can we get that sold out? I don't I don't want to do it for 100 people in a 400 yeah, exactly. seat venue. Then, oh boy, then that's the feel, worst. Oh, that's that would be, that would be that brutal. Would be that would be brutal. So, yes. but thankfully, I mean, I can check with Alex, but I think we're we have about 50 tickets left. That's nice. And so, and so people, if you want to see a great show, Gilbert, nobody's funnier than Gilbert Godfrey and Frank Santapadre, both uh, co-hosts <laughs> yes. of the 
of the the amazing colossal podcast yeah so that'll be that's this thursday you can go check that out at the gramercy theater and uh and and march 12th we're gonna be back there with uh michael ian black and dan rather wow dan rather dan rather yes made fun of him tonight i heard that (laughs) pretty goofed on him for about 10 minutes tonight (laughs) um no it's very exciting to see the things swing Tom, it's the way of a good guy. It's I nice appreciate when you that. see a good guy get a thing thrown his way for once. It's surreal. In his life. It's really surreal because honestly, I mean, like I said, I've been going, I've been the guy, you know, knocking down people's doors. Now, the other night, I get an email from Mark Summers. Yeah. Double Dare's Mark Summers email yeah. says, Hey, I'd love to do your show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah we'll make yeah. this happen. Yeah. You got to tell him. Yeah. We'll get back. We'll get back. <laughs> I tried answer. you four years ago. Yeah. You send a form letter back. Yeah. Hey. Thanks for writing to Scott. Yeah, you slimed me four years ago, yeah, and now yeah, exactly, yeah, you slime. Go, go, dunk your dunk your head in a bucket of slime. <laughs> then we can talk. <laughs> I got a physical challenge for yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have a physical. Mike, yeah. Mike, get in here. Oh my gosh, Mike, yeah. it's me, hey. it's me. What's up? What's up? Oh boy. Hey, it's me, Mike. Now I'm starstruck. How's it going? It's going good. What's going on? Not a whole lot. Hey, what do you want to do? You got to help me. You got to help me. Okay. I got God Rogowski's here. Yeah. The legend. It's me, Gary the Squirrel. Mm-hmm. Just for anybody who doesn't know me. Scott. Hey, Gary. Hook me up. What do you want? You want a guest host? <laughs> Hook me up, yeah. You want the question? You want the questions to tomorrow's quiz? That's what you want. That's what I want. <laughs> There's just two things I want. What do you want? Hook me up. Okay. And then throw me some answers. Do some patterns. Yeah. A C B. Just give me the blink, pattern. I'll blink twice. Yeah. That's B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Blink. Do a Morse code situation. But I could do it. Look, no offense to you. I could do what you're doing. I, I don't doubt it. A little it. bit. I could do it. Uh-huh. Right, Mike? Yeah. Hey, Bert did it last night. Bert! Bert co- from Sesame Street co-hosted with me last night. Yeah, I heard. So, I've worked with Felt. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I could do what you do. Watch. <laughs> All right, everyone. AP Mike, question five. Okay. Blink. AP Mike. One. Sucks. Two stinks. Three blows. Answer your question. Answer now. Bing, bing. All right. It's, it was A. Sucks. Because it's me. Gary the Squirrel. You know me. The Macadamia Merv. The Walnut Woolery. The Cashew Conan. But the, the Pistachio Pete Holmes. And not so much on that one. The Cola Nut Kimmel. Nut Z. Kendrick La Macadamia. The Pine Nut Pat Sajak. Johnny Carson Nuts. Help me out. My career's in free fall. You gotta hook me up. Yeah. I want some of that dead wood you got on the HQ <laughs> when you're not there. And look, you're no great shakes. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hook me up, Scott. I, I'll put in a word. Uh, uh, Hello, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Pat, get in here. Is Dudio out there? Dudio, get in here. I'm going to do a quick broadcast boot camp. My new show, AP, Garrett and Squirrels Broadcast Boot Camp. Okay. I teach people. I got to. Yeah, I subscribe. Thank you. I got a pro in here. Scott Rogowski. I mean, I, I worked in radio for quite a few years, Gary. Yeah. yeah. Jason's a pro. Yeah, he's a pro. Oh, boy. <laughs> if you're a pro, I think he's an amateur. <laughs> this guy knows what he's talking about, Scott. Scott, when you're reading the thing, right? Uh-huh. You, know, you have to know how to sell it, how to present it, right? You got to... You gotta, uh, you got to deliver it clearly. You have to enunciate, pronounce it right, and yeah, with enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, dude, read this outdated announcement for shows Kristen did last week. <laughs> okay. So you want me to read this? Yeah, read okay. it. Can you plug FOMO Live with Kristen Bartlett this Sunday at it's eight at Union sounds. Hall? They're phony. It sounds. Yeah. God, read that. Show them how it's done. Listen and learn. Hey, this is Scott Rogowski, host of the hit show HQ, and you're listening to Gary the Squirrel's Quizorama. Yeah, baby. I added that yeah. last part. See. Quizorama, that's my show. Quizorama. And then read this next one. Show them how it's done. Hey, this is Scott Rogowski from the hit show HQ, and you're listening to Gary the Squirrel's Quizorama. Now, what was the this difference is... between the two? Uh, no, yeah, baby. No, well, no, yeah, baby. <laughs> but you'll notice. There's not much of it. He didn't say he was the host of it in the second one. Oh, there you go. I'm going to read this one. And there's no, yeah. Show me how it's done. Give some, some versatility. Well, I don't like this one as much. Hi, this is Scott Rogowski, one of the hosts of HQ, and you're listening to Gary the Squirrel's Quizorama. It's <laughs> great. And these are bumpers I'm going to use on my show. Okay. Kind of like on your thing where it's like... Yeah. You should do some ADR for us. That's uh. Read this one. <sighs> Hey, this is Scott Rogowski, co-host of the Overnight Edition of HQ, and you're listening to Gary the Squirrel. <laughs> Don't laugh! I blew that one. You're listening to Gary the Squirrel's Quizorama. Now, are you understanding? I completely get it now. Yeah. Read. Read. Read, read this Al Jardine Beach Boy card? You read the back of that Al Jardine Beach Boy card, <laughs> dude. Okay. Give it to dude, yeah, not okay. you. Help you put your glasses. Okay. So what I just learned, I'm going to apply. Yeah. The Smile Sessions of 2011 featured an approximation of what the uncompleted 1967 Smile album would have been. With unreleased session highlights I, and outtakes. Give it to Pat to read. Okay. From where he left off? From the top. I don't care. It's a demonstration. <clears throat> this is my boot camp. 
The Beach Boys, Al Jardine, the Smile Sessions of 2011 featured an approximation of what the uncompleted 1967 Smile album would have been. With unreleased session highlights and outtakes, it received critical acclaim, including a Grammy for Best Historical Album in 2013. All right. Album. Album. The Best Historical Album 2013. What did I say? That's what you're saying. Best Historical Album. You sound like a manure salesman with a mouthful of samples. <laughs> get it? I get it. Listen to Scott. Listen to what a good read he gives. Here, read this one. Hey, this is Al Jardine. Uh, no. Hey, hey, this is Scott Rogowski, host of Scott Rogowski's ZQ, and you're listening to Gary the Squirrel's Quizorama. You see how he, even though it, his career's going down the toilet, he's still giving it life. It's so enthusiastic. <laughs> Read this next one. <laughs> this is a pro reading these things. This one, you ripped this out of my diary. Hey, this is Scott Rogowski, host of the AVN Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Me? <laughs> 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 uh-huh. Can I get one of those uh, spiked seltzers? <laughs> get him a spiked seltzer! Hey, this is Scott Rogowski, host of the Eighth. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep deprived right now. I'd be able to get through this. Thank you. All right, I'm on camera. 1.6 million people are watching. <clears throat> Go. Hey, this is Scott Rogowski, host of the AVN Awards here in beautiful Las Vegas, and you're listening to Gary the Squirrels HQ. <laughs> yeah, by this point, I've I'm hosting HQ. I drink that. Take a good swig for this next one. <laughs> Are you learning, Mike? Yeah, I am. You're learning. What are you learning about broadcasting? You have to use big round tones. Yes, yes. <laughs> and when you hear someone like Scott Reed versus Dudio, what do you think? Scott sounds normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right, Scott. Now read this next one. This is Scott (laughs) Regan. This is Scott Rogowski, former host of HQ. And I need to get a price check on a four pack of Orbit gum. (laughs) Can I get a price check on a four pack of Orbit gum? Thank you. (laughs) See, there's a certain professionalism. Even as he's in free fall, he still says his name clearly. Uh-huh. I right, one more. It's only one more. A... One more. 
This is Scott Rogowski, and I won't release the hostages until I get my old job at HQ back. And thus, that's a professional. Thank you, Scott. Savage, Gary, the squirrel. That was savage, as we say at HQ. No, those are compliments. By that point, I'm hosting HQ. And I'm I'm in a safe house somewhere. And I'd say to you, (laughs) at that point... Paramus. Look, you can play the game. Yeah, at least I'll get to play at this point. Yeah. Because that's that's the hardest part about this job. I don't get to play HQ. I'd rather be (laughs) holding people captive. (laughs) Oh, 9 o'clock. Hold on, guys. (laughs) Don't... Hey, quit rattling those handcuffs on the radiator. Hold on, I gotta hear the question. Everybody, it's me! Gary the Squirrel, host of HQ. What's up? Alright. What did you learn, dude? I learned that uh, you get better as you become more desperate. Desperation is very important. It is. It is. Right? Yeah. Pat, what did you learn? I learned that you can break anyone in show business. Yes, yes. You broke me, Gary. You need to be like careful. I'm... Mike, what did you learn? I learned that you used a puppet to express what you really wanted to say. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike. Yeah. Gary's using a puppet. I don't see it. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Want everybody to know abmike.bandcamp.com. It's still open, despite people trying to shut it down. Legally, (laughs) it cannot be shut down. Just because it is immoral does not mean it's illegal. You can't shut it down. It's being hosted by by John right now. Scott! Rakowski! It's protected by free speech. HQ, baby! HQ! It's a free app. You can download it. I wrote one for you. you the did. thing to say. Okay. You say it that you are Erica Quiz You. Erica Quiz You, like Erica Badu. Yeah. Erica Badu. Yeah. Get it? Uh, I, uh, Erica, mm. I'll, Erica Quiz You. I'll quiz you. What? 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 Let's see. Quiz. Help me write one of these things. I'm trying, I'm trying to come up with the. <clears throat> For the last ten minutes, I've been trying to come up with an acorn one. What's he called, self? (laughs) Quiz. What do I call myself? Quiz Khalifa. Yeah, no, Quiz Khalifa. Host Malone. Trap Trebek. Trap Trebek. Trebek. Quizzy McGuire. Edward Quizzerhands. Quiz Christofferson. Eddie Quizzard. Oh, I haven't done that one yet. Eddie Quizzard. I should try that one. What about... Migos question you. (laughs) Just, Just shoehorn Migos in there? Yeah. Lil HQZ Vert. That works. Quizzy Bone. Quizzy Bone. Quizzy. Have you done that one? Quizzy Rascal. I have done that one. Quizzy, Quizzy Fresh. What about Quiz, 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 quiz Yes? Fresh? Quiz Yes. Not like Quiz Nose. Quiz Nose, yeah. The host with the Quiz Nose. Right? The host with the hollow French toast. Quiz. Big Nose Mars. <laughs> <laughs> what if you call yourself Help me write one of these! Help me! <laughs> I gotta get points on the board! I gotta get my HQ packet together! The, 
there, there's got to be an acorn one. I mean, acorn, but acorn, that's too – there's got to be an acorn one, right? Yeah. Slaycorn? <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't, that doesn't work. Quiz. Pat Slayjack. What if he, what if he calls himself Quizzy Fallon? Quizzy Fallon. There you go. Quizzy McGuire. Quizzy McGuire. You've done that done one. Done that one. We've done a lot of them. I like, mm. uh, yeah, we've, I mean, my, some, I, I've used a lot of my, the Quizard of Waverly Place. Yeah. That's one. You know, Quizard of Oz. You can go deep on the quiz. Host face, host face killer. Bitch, Thin Quizzy. Thin Quizzy. Mr. Quizzum. How are you? What's up? <laughs> Not a whole lot. How are you? I'm good here with Scott. Great. Hey. You, uh, you play I, I was HQ? Calling. I'm Jamie from Memphis. Jamie from Memphis. You play HQ? They got HQ down yeah, there do they get? I'm wondering, actually. I haven't heard about HQ until tonight, but I'm very eager to check it out now. Check it out. Download the app. I'm on it. Give me uh, your life. <laughs> yeah, what's your... You haven't got your code, Tom? Quizzy. Quiz. I'm going to get one of these quiz. Quiz. <laughs> help me. Help me. How can I help? What's a pun <laughs> that has quiz in it? <laughs> Oh, shoot. Um, Quiz for walking. Quiz marquee, says Perry Shell. Quiz marquee, yeah. Use that one. Uh, 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 Quizly Adams. Quizly Man. Directed mm-hmm. by Werner Herzog. Yeah. We're all, we're all scratching our head here. Yeah. Host, quiz, question Bronson. I've used that one. Okay. I'm going to come up with one. I'm Ooh. coming up dry. I'm too nervous. I have some fish puns too, but I won't, we'll save those. Yeah, you save them. <laughs> fish specific ones. For that seventh card, <laughs> use those when you're in the seventh card. I'm out of here. I gotta get to work in the morning. Great call, Jamie. Bye, Greg. Thanks, Jamie. Yeah, thanks, Greg. Greg. <laughs> Greg from HQ. Jamie, who hadn't heard of HQ, didn't know who Gary was or Mike. any of us, it seems. Yeah. Help me write a pun. I'm, I'm thinking here. Because he calls himself like he does these dumb puns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Help me. I want to get one on. People think I'm cool at work. Uh-huh. You know what I'm doing these days? What are you doing, Gary? I work at Amazon. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I have to take things like for the Canadian Amazon and like make sure there's no like the differences between Canada and the U.S. In descriptions. Uh-huh. Like the, you add the U to favorite? I remove it. Oh, okay. And so you're from the U.S. Right. But that's what I have to do. Like the Trailer Park Boys DVD. <laughs> remove, the, remove the U from favorite. So I spent my day doing. Gotcha. That's... My agent doesn't call me back. Milt Gorman. I was with Trimar Entertainment. I called him. You know what he said when I picked up the phone? What's that? Hello, Cordoba. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's me, Gary Milt. Where's Milt? And they're like, yeah, Milt's on a break. <laughs> we leave a message. He didn't even call me back. My career's over. HQ Doba. I've used that one. HQ Doba Mexican Grill. 
Yeah. H. Cuba Gooding Jr. Q. Any dumb thing with Q yeah, in it. Yeah. They're all dumb. Q. 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 Come on, Gary. Think Q. 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 Get a pawn on. Q. 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 H. Cupids. H. Cucumbers. H. Cunicorns. Q. Grant. Hey, that's a new one. Q. Grant. I'll take it. No, but it doesn't make sense. H.Q. Grant. <laughs> Quiz. <laughs> Quiz Remember with? when Don Manley got arrested for quizzing behind a dumpster? <laughs> <laughs> criminal Don Manley. He's a criminal. Mr. Hitman? Yeah. Mr. Baseball, Donnie Baseball? Donnie, Donnie Dumpster. <laughs> Donnie whizzed behind the dumpster. Uh-huh. Right, Mike? Yeah. That's what I know him for. <laughs> I like H.Q. Grant. H.Q. Grant. I'll take that back. I got points on the board. I'm going to be on H.Q. all week. And because I get a point, a name on, Scott gives me the signal. I'll give you the signal. He scratches his chin. Yeah. A. Flicks his nose. B. Well, do is. I'll put, I'll throw some sunflower seeds in my mouth before the show. Yeah. And every time I spit, <laughs> I spit out a few seeds. <laughs> That's seed. Count the seeds. That means it's seed. Yeah. Gotta set me up. I need that $2.14. <laughs> I gotta get my mitts on that $2.14. Along with Banana Boat 99. Uh-huh. Gotta win. Or make the questions more squirrel friendly. Sure, yeah, that right? we can do. More questions about rodentia, about the uh, yeah. rodents. You know, your yeah, phylum. Sure. Yeah, yeah, phylum. Yeah, phylum. Yeah. Hardly know them. More questions oh, about. <laughs> more questions about eating garbage. Uh-huh. Yeah, dumpster related <laughs> questions. That's questions to Mike. Mike, the Michael now. What's what's the going rate for a Shape of Water bootleg? Yeah, right uh, now. Five bucks. Yeah. Is it five? Yeah. <laughs> five dollars. It's dropping, Eight dollars. It's dropping fast though. Here's a question from Mike. Question seven. When you gotta throw up and you're a quick, when you're drunk, a quick check, the green quick check in Bayonne, you gotta barf. Uh huh. Where do you barf? A in the men's room. B in the in the parking lot. Or C. <laughs> In the freezer. In the ice cream freezer. I go D in 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 uh, chili. <laughs> you have to have seen that chili, you know. The circle, right, <laughs> the circle of life continues on that chili. <laughs> Hook me up, Scott. Consider yourself hooked. Quizzy. Right? Quizzy Borden. Quizzy Borden. Right? That's good. Right? Right. The murderer. Then Quizzy. Quiz yeah. Lemon, you've done. Quiz Lemon. Have you ever I... done the Quizza? The Quizza. Ray Quiz the Chef. Okay. Yeah. Wait, I did a whole run. Jew God. Wow. <laughs> Master Trivia. Yeah. Yeah. I've gone there. All right. And I'm out of here. The Bad and Bougie Barker. Bye-bye. Bye, Gare. Wow, ran out. Scooted. Ran out. Look, I apologize oh. for those cards, Scott. I These did are... not know what was on them. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm going to have to keep these. <laughs> you can this have is going to be state's evidence. Yes. yes. <laughs> Best show, hi. Yeah, hello. Got hi. a good quiz name for Scott. Oh, what's that? Uh, H-Cubert. H-Cubert. I like it. Yeah. I'll run it up the flagpole. He'll run it up the flagpole. i got to get that cleared with... Uh, that is a right. hard no. <laughs> <laughs> run it up the flagpole means... Not happening. No, I've I've used uh, the truth is I've used HQ, but I mean, if, but uh, look, I've been doing this for seven months now. Mm-hmm. It's you ask me what I do all day. It's pretty yeah. much think of it's HQ puns much, yeah. and quiz puns. There. This is There's just a pad. Yeah, rhymezone.com is a friend yeah. of mine. Yeah. Why is this? <laughs> Why Believe on me, earth? That's a good one. Do you play HQ there, caller? Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. We do a lot more, but kind of fell off the track. Yeah, I, so I'm curious. I, I, we haven't done a lot of market research. You started hot on it and you fell off on it. Is that what happened? Yeah, like around I'd like to say mid October maybe, oh, wow. and then I kind of dropped out. And because what was it, the the glitches or the questions? I don't know. Hard? I just got kind of bored. Bored. Yeah. Bored. Bored. No, I get it. Oh, I'm sorry. What what what, what do you need? Fireworks every day? No, no, no. I just get bored with anything after like a couple months of doing it over and over. Yeah, yeah. But you're still using Pokemon Go, aren't yeah, you? You're still running around. Yeah. yeah, I wish. Catching Blastoids, whatever. Yeah. What are they called? Snuffleupagus? Yeah, no, exactly. Not... Yeah, trying to catch, uh, uh Snorlax. Uh, Snorlax. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly a very rare one, it turns out. <laughs> All right, my friend. Thank you for the call. Have you? And my friend, Scott Rogowski, I want to say this. Friend. It is so great for you to come down now. I could not be happier for your success. It is truly thrilling to see that you found the thing that it is the perfect fit. It is like a hand in a glove. Your skill set lines up perfectly with this thing. You don't worry about it. All these people, like you were saying, the people like, what's next? What's that? There is no next. Yeah. This is it. Who knows? I don't know what's, who knows what's next? Truthfully, you're, you're absolutely right. I, when, when I, when I, when I did that audition and mm-hmm. I left it and I, yeah. I realized what this was. It sunk in. Yeah. I texted the guy, you know, and I said, Nick, you know, please, like, you know, I, I had a great time. I really think this is my thing. I really mm-hmm. think I found it. I really, I, I thought it then and, you and felt, I felt it. I just felt mm-hmm. because like you said, I've been doing the talk shows, all these things. And it was just. I get to do the jokes. I get to host, and it was mm-hmm. you. The tools in the toolbox all <sighs> lined up to where suddenly, wow! Look at that. Yeah. I can build something here, and it's great to see. And it's it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Tom, I can't. And to get the email from you and just to have your support, I mean, it means the world. It's it's you know you're my hero, and it's well, um that's it's it's just I can't even. No, there are no words. It's troubling. Yeah, no, no words to describe how it feels. <laughs> Well, I am so glad for everything. I'm happy for your success, and I wish you continued success. Hopefully, this is just the beginning. Hopefully, two years from now, we're watching the Oscars, and it says the best picture goes to HQ, the movie. (laughs) Starring Gary the Squirrel. (laughs) Starring Gary the Squirrel. And you'll be a seat filler. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And you got Orbit Gum. You'll be in his seat with a four-pack of Orbit Gum that you stole from. No. It's great. I can't wait to see where this goes because it's a, it's an it's an exciting it's exciting to see a a friend do this and see his career go where the technology is going, which is into the future. So, I really congratulations on it. Thanks, and, and uh, we, I can't wait to see what's next. And I'm gonna I'm gonna hook up Mike. He's gonna host Ashley Madison's version. 
of uh, of HQ. They're gonna do a yeah. quiz show. Mike will be hosting that one. You hear that, Mike? You're back. <laughs> You're back, Mike. They couldn't keep you down. You're gonna host the the Ashley Madison version. And I want to say this. I'm gonna play something by I saw uh, I saw Destroyer in Philadelphia on uh, Friday night, and I want to say this. It was apt to see Destroyer in Philadelphia because Philadelphia is about to be destroyed. Whatever happens, it's a weird thing. Whatever happens, this city is going to take it so hard on the nose. If the Eagles win by 40, Philly becomes a, a, a war zone. If they win by three, it's a war zone. If they lose by three, it's a war zone. And if they lose by 40, it's a war zone. It was nice to see Philly in its current form one last time. Everybody, please don't act like a lunatic. It's a war-war situation. It's very troubling. Look, do I want the Eagles to win? Of course I do. I'm not a huge Eagles fan, but what do you think? I root for the Patriots? People say rooting for the... Yankees is like rooting for like Coca-Cola. Rooting for the Patriots is like rooting for like the NSA or something like that. It's like it's like rooting for a for government Agent Orange. Agency. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I wish I hope the I hope the Eagles win. I think I might have said Phillies. I hope the Eagles win. <laughs> but we'll find out. Everybody be safe in Philadelphia, no joke. And we will be back uh next week. And thanks for listening, and thanks for Scott Rogowski for coming down, and we will talk to you all soon. Here is something by Destroyer from the album Ken, and if you have a chance to see them, if they've got another week or so of the tour, go see them. This is from Ken, this is Tinseltown Swimming in Blood, and we will be back next week. Thanks, everybody.